1: Ohio, the sports destination.
2: Now launching launching, the dumbest radio show in America. Welcome to Common Man and T-Bone. Not only did they smell fresh, yeah. they were all smooth.
3: You couldn't see anything. It was almost because, there weren't even breasts there. Well, the first it was just bra smooth like was made by fanatics. <laughs> That's why you could just see right through it. <laughs> yeah, by the way. Welcome to spring is- training. Look at my dong!
2: <laughs> what is it? Chicks, Chicks bro- dig, dig the, the long-, long ball. They, they dig the long they ball. They dig the
3: dong ball. They dig the see-through
1: long ball or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Featuring Panama. Too hot. Timmy Hall.
4: I will rub one on my face.
2: And a collection of profane
5: noises. Oh No, Dom.
2: I'm a genetic freak. <laughs> and I'm not normal.
5: I want me some glory hole. I'll keep it in the room. Stop breathing. It used to be a lot longer. The
2: numbers don't lie.
5: <laughs> this is
2: stupid. <laughs> this is mad. And bone. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We have a large, girthy show for you today. Inside the NFL, all the news and notes you need coming up at 348. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. In the 4 o'clock hour. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What's the game, Boner? Well, today we're going to go
1: with Nobel Prize winner or hot Instagram person. Nice. Yeah. So I'll give you a name. Men and women or just women? Well, you know what? I think I'm just going to keep it to women. I think we're going to go hot Instagram lady or Nobel Prize winner. Okay so fine with me kofi anon <laughs> kofi Annan, former uh, un leader who won a nobel prize oh, in okay 2001 i believe he's a new day right kofi kingston <laughs>
5: <laughs> sure yeah same i mind. actually
1: picture kofi Annan like off the top rope or doing the
3: uh he's flipping pancakes,
5: pancakes the crowd, yeah. Right?
1: yeah that's right uh, no longer with us, Kofi Annan. He passed away in 2018. Kofi Kingston's still with us, No, though. yeah, I oh, know. Yeah, but the yeah. former Secretary General of the UN, oh, who bad. won the Nobel Peace Prize, yeah, not I mean, he's he, not with us. Do
3: we know any other Kofis?
1: <sighs> I
3: don't know any Kofis. Probably not. No. I Yeah, you're right. You know what I'd like to do today is you're talking about hot Nobel Prize winners. That, something like that, sure. Uh, I would like to get in the hot girl time machine. Oh. I happen to... Uh, fall down the wormhole of some growing pains last night. Okay. And I came upon uh you know, we talk about Winnie Cooper, we talk about Topanga from Boy Meets World, we talk about Kelly Kapowski, and we should talk about all of those fine ladies. There was another lady that had another big impact in my life, and I feel like she gets lost in the shuffle. Really? I don't know who this is. Well I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you later on in the show. Okay. Well, I can't. Hot wait girl to find time out. machine.
1: Can't wait to find out what, what's going on. It is there.
3: not Tracy Gold. Not Carol Seaver. Mm. It all may right. be all right. Maggie Seaver, the mom. Mm. It's not. Oh. But I'm just saying <laughs> as far as TV moms go. No, I know. She was doing all she right. She was fine. Yeah, she was. Maggie Malone. I'm
1: trying to think. I mean, now, I don't know who you're going to say for the, the hot girl... What do we call this? Hot I'll, girl I'll just tell you she? what
3: it is. What am I teasing this for? I don't know. Julie McCullough. Are you familiar with Julie McCullough? Not at all. Google her. I am. She has not aged well. Let her live. But Julie McCullough played Julie Costello for a handful of episodes on Growing Pains. She was also a Playboy bunny. Oh. Back in the mid-80s. Mid live. to late 80s. Good for and, her. And uh, she was... Uh, Playboy of the Month, or Bunny of the Month, whatever the hell they called it, Playmate of the Month. That's right. Yeah. And she started a, a little thing on the show as the Seavers' nanny, who then became Mike's secret girlfriend. Mike being Kirk Cameron. Of course, right. All right, so they had a hot and heavy thing going on. I was obsessed with her. Blonde, killer smile, girl next door type of looks. Yeah. And then it just so happened that you could flip through Playboy and see all the good stuff
1: well you talk about some product crossover there right where you're you know you're watching growing pains you're like this is a hot lady i wonder if i could see the hot lady in any other capacity and then you happen to go to wherever you get your smut well that, and, at that time i was too young to, to I do know, any of that But i'm but, saying there had to be people watching it who were like is this lady doing any smut anywhere else and you find out oh yes she is she's in playboy
3: and then I mean I'm just saying what a I remember where a crossover
1: superstar right
3: there. You couldn't just Google at that time. That wasn't a thing. Yeah. So I remember a friend coming in saying I was looking through my dad's Playboys Mm -hmm. and I found Julie from Growing Pains in there. Man. And it was my head exploded. (laughs) In more sure. I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm gonna leave it alone. Stop.
1: No, you know what? I, I am familiar with this kind of idea where one of your universes then crosses over into another universe of people who may not be aware of that, right? Like, yes, like you're watching, let's say you're a playboy subscriber back in the day. And then you happen to be just watching growing pains after you perused your filth. And then you see, well, wait a I, second. I, know I recognize from that from somewhere. I don't really, you know, I don't recognize the face so much, but I am familiar with something going on here. She was bent over. <laughs> Then you eventually you put it together, and I wonder, you know, there's that Leonardo DiCaprio meme of him, you know, just snapping his finger, be like, ah, ah, hey, like I had those moments in a weird way as a kid with Christian music artists, where I would be going through Kmart and suddenly hear an Amy Grant song and be like, "Ah, hey, hey, that's one of ours, yeah. Like I wonder if Playboy because
3: you were attracted to.
1: Well, no, because I'd say, I've heard that song at church, I've heard that in a youth group setting, and now I'm in a secular world and I'm hearing this. I wonder if people who were, you know, watch looking at Playboys, suddenly saw her on Growing Pains and said, well, hey there. I never heard that term until I started working with you. Secular? Secular. I know, it's such a weird thing. I only heard it, that's, growing up, everything was about the secular world. Like it was another planet. We all live in the same world, we live in the same world, but it was like another
3: planet you're going to go to when you leave the church. You walk out of the
1: church, you go into that.
3: So the storyline on Growing Pains is they have a hot and heavy romance, and they get engaged to be married. Wow. She's 19, he's 18. Okay? Okay. they engaged to be married. Too young to be doing that, those two. It's a sitcom. Yes. I know. She leaves him at the altar, and then just sort of goes away. Forever. I think she comes back in one other episode, but she just goes away forever. I was heartbroken as a kid because I I didn't want her to go away. No. I, I didn't care about their love. I just... I wanted her to stay. I enjoyed her. Backstory. She got fired from that show because Kirk Cameron, at this time was going through his religious awakening. Oh, he was leaving the secular world to come
1: to
2: the he, Christian he, he world. He was yeah. gone. He right. was he
3: was born again. Let him live. He did not approve that she had posed naked in Playboy previous to coming on the oh, show. Right. So she, he nixed the storyline, got her oh, fired. Right. And of course, she hated him. Continues to hate him. Oh, those, I was going to say, those checks cashed, didn't they, Kirk?
1: You were working for the same people that were... Not, I don't think everybody there was he, he didn't, believing like
3: you. He didn't approve. And then the next those checks. The next year, uh, Mike Seaver got a new girlfriend, Kate, who turned out to be Kirk's wife, Chelsea Noble. Oh. And they've okay. been married for 30-plus years and have 19 million children. Also, is that like a red
1: flag or at least, I don't know, as the kids are saying, is that like a beige flag at the very least? Is there some kind of flag going on where... Like, the only people that this guy apparently thought of dating in, was this, like, behind the scenes, was he dating uh, Kelly McCullough or whatever her Jimmy name is? Kelly McCullough? No, they
3: weren't dating. Oh, they weren't an no, item, no, no. Just they on the show. Item. Okay. He didn't
1: like her. Well, I didn't know if at the time maybe he did, and then he no, got to know he her. He like, no, appro- he didn't
3: approve of her as a person.
1: Maybe he didn't approve because he was like, I, I'm attracted to you, but I can't. I Act don't know on what to this because you. you're in the Playboy. Then he found the next woman that acted with him, and he's like, "Ah, you'll do. You're you're a pure heart or whatever." I don't know what he care about. I'm
3: just telling
5: you.
1: I didn't know that that Julie he got married to
3: somebody off the show. From Growing Pains, I'd forgotten about her, and I was reminded of her last night, mm. and it made me happy. And then I looked up some pictures about what she looks like today, and then I got sad. But that's okay. Guess what? She had her moment. If she'd have seen you and you were banging, oh, absolutely. That's how how life works. That's how life works. Yeah, of course. She looks like she's been kicked in the face by a meth donkey. (laughs) That's all right. What does that mean? Because you know what it means. Well, the meth donkey's face, I'm sure, is
1: rough, but what does that have to do with their hoof? Like their their hoof must be Just really gets you. Oh, okay. Just
3: really really pops you right in the in the teeth. Sure. Anywho, that's my hot girl time machine of the day. That's great. Well, you know what? I would be open
1: to suggestions if other people have Hot Girl Time Machine suggestions. Maybe we could throw a few more of those it's out there for It's the almost
3: like we go out of our way every single day to try and find something dumb. And this is today's to thing. But not, not have to talk about sports? Uh, you can tweet us at manandbone971. You can text us 614-787-3093. Hot Girl Time Machine. Hey, you know what? I don't want to leave the ladies out. Yeah. If you got a Hot Guy Time Machine... We can do that too. You well, want I'll to talk t- about Scott Baio? We'll do it. I'll tell you what,
1: Scott Baio does nothing for me, but I'll tell you who does: old well, Tom Selleck. Back oh, in the that's day, a,
3: that's not a hot. That's a hot man. That's all I'm saying. That's yeah. a man. Oh, I'm man. intimidated
1: by him. Tom Selleck back in the day was doing it all right. Yeah, Magnum PI. Mm-hmm. Sure thing. I wanted to be Magnum PI when I was a kid. Sounds like you wanted to be under Magnum PI. I, well, I was. I'm just saying. I'm impressed. Driving the Ferrari, Hawaiian shirt just ripped open. Anytime he needed a helicopter, a dude was there to just pick him up. That's right. I mean, that's quite the life. All right, how do we pivot here? We don't. Okay, we just keep talking about hot dudes.
3: Ohio gaming regulators have banned betting on college sports player props. So no more of that.
1: Yeah, because that's it. That's the. I that's mean, that's going to tarnish biggest, everything. Thank God they fixed that in our state. That's Over the biggest under issue we've got.
3: For Roddy Gale, two and a half. That's ruining college basketball.
1: <laughs> now, now I understand there is at least a concern of college sports, college players. We can have a discussion about their access to name, image and likeness. I do not know if the gambling entities, right? Do they pay the NBA players association, the NFL players association if they use their names? I don't know how that all works. But I know there's no mechanism to do that with college sports, nor would a lot of the universities even if it was Want to take that money, I'm quite sure. So, all
3: right, so just get away with it another way. Yeah, but I mean, say Ohio State shooting guard number eight or what, whatever. Yeah,
1: you're right. Over under two and a half. Either way, I understand it if they're saying, you know, if, if, if I can understand the casinos saying that's a legal issue for us and we're concerned about it, the state stepping in and saying, no, we're going to make it illegal great i don't know that that was ruining anything but uh whatever you got to do i guess now can we fix some other things in the state because we got a lot of other
3: issues well plus they don't have when it comes to professional gambling in the state they have player props but they don't have other just ridiculous props like anthem singing oh yeah you right I forgot the we state of Ohio. that
1: either that's right yes or what
5: color is the gatorade going to be right All that stuff is just, or XFL or UFL or whatever. There's there's no betting on that? (laughs) There wasn't last year. I didn't know that. I don't know know about this year, but yeah, last year, yeah. I guess they didn't consider it legitimate. Okay. Well, that's stupid it that, is stupid yeah yeah I, you can you gamble can money on spring training baseball right now right yeah yeah that Where you got guys just jogging <laughs> in the outfield no during the game you can call i know college baseball you can i know that
1: oh yeah we
3: found fa-
5: <laughs> yeah, we found that out <laughs>
1: someone found that out the hard way didn't
3: they what is going on with the number one pick in the nfl draft i will give you the latest coming up next common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic
0: sponsored by meister's bar and pizza you should watch out for an accident on the southbound 71 ramp to 17th Avenue. That's on the north side. Police are on scene there, causing some stop-and-go traffic. About a five-minute delay on southbound 71 between Weber Road and 17th Avenue. This report is sponsored by KFC. KFC's new Smash potato bowl is here. Fries, mashed potatoes, cheese, and bacon come together to make a smashable snack that's only $3.49. It's finger licking good. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan. Traffic.
6: All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.
2: Best known for their contributions to the fast food breakfast world. This is Man and Bone.
3: Happy Tuesday. So glad you've tuned in. Three hours a day every single day. If you happen to miss a show or just the show is just so damn good. Mm. That you have to hear it again. I'm sure that's it. Subscribe to the podcast. Wherever you get your podcast. just search Common Man and T-Bone. Click. Subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. Podcast brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. A reminder, if you missed yesterday's announcement, on Thursday, it's Leap Day. We have carefully examined our contracts here at The Fan. Yes. We have brought this up with management. We are not being paid for Thursday's
1: show. Well, you might want to check your own deal wherever you work, because maybe you're not getting paid either if you're on salary. I mean, it's your salary's for 365 days. This is another day. They so, just added
3: in. Right. So we decided, well, if we're not going to get paid, then we're not going to do a regular show. No. So on Thursday, we'll be here at 3 o'clock. We will not have a podcast of that show. It lives only from 3 to 5.30, because Buckeye basketball starts early that night. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just going to do things that we want to do. Maybe you're saying, how is that different from any other day? Oh, buddy, buckle up.
1: You'll <laughs> well, see. Also, today we have now wandered into a little thing called Hot Girl Time Machine, which we will talk yes. about more in a second. Uh, tomorrow, of course, you know what tomorrow is. Wildcard Wednesday. Card Wednesday. Wild card Wednesday. And now Thursday, we got Leap Day, the day that doesn't exist. So the show is going to be a lot different than usual. I'm just saying, we've lined up a nice little week for ourselves here, buddy. I'm happy about that.
3: And I don't, I don't want to crap on podcast listeners, okay? Because no. you're, you're half of our listeners. But I just want to let you know that on Thursday, if you want to hear the show, the only place you can hear it is on the old-fashioned radio. Yes. this Or is stream gonna, us. Yeah, you can stream. Live. This, this is just one of the days, the only very few days we've
1: ever done this, where we're saying, join us from 3 to, well, 5.30, because we're out at 5.30 because of Buckeye Basketball, but... Join us during the normal show. And if that's something you can't do, that's okay. We understand. Right. And and
3: this is is a request by us. Management has approved it simply because I want to say things on that show that I don't want any record of. Mm. So it's live and then it's gone. Okay. All right. That's Thursday. Tell your friends, three o'clock. What's going on with the number one pick in the NFL draft? Well, my Chicago Bears have that pick. Are they going to keep Justin Fields and trade the number one pick? Are they going to trade Justin Fields and draft Caleb Williams with the number one pick? Peter King announced yesterday, longtime NFL reporter, that he is retiring after 44 years. He published his final Football Morning in America column yesterday. Right. He was a longtime Sports Illustrated guy until they started to suck. Uh, he says he has no inside information about the Bears' current thinking, but he believes the Bears are going to trade the number one pick. And stick with Justin Fields. Okay. All right. So there's that. Uh, DJ Moore, who is Justin's right-hand man, number one wide receiver on that team, says about anybody in this draft, I still don't think they compare to Justin right now. The relationship gelled really well from the beginning about him and Justin Fields. Since I got traded, he was in contact. We started throwing together. So it made the transition into games and everything easy. So what do you expect him to say? He's not going to come out and say, this guy who's currently on the roster sucks, please draft someone else? Yeah, but also, he could just say nothing. Right, exactly right, could. He hasn't given any comment, he's
1: not being made available to the media, he could tell his agent, hey, if anybody asks, I'm not talking, I don't want to get involved in any of this, it's not my call. I mean, him being vocally supportive of his quarterback is, to your point, it's not surprising if you're going to hear him say anything, but the fact that he's not just taking a no comment stance on that is probably a, a good sign for Justin Fields there. I ultimately feel like the bears would, it's not as if they have a, a guy you cannot rely on. Well, maybe that's the wrong way to say it because of injuries. You have had right. that's, issues relying that's on him. That's a
3: genuine concern.
1: Okay. But there is also a genuine upside to Justin Fields that you do not know if injuries are going to be a problem for anybody else in this draft. Right. That is a risk you take any time you draft a new player. You don't know how they're gonna hold up under the NFL. You also can't account for the fact that with Justin Fields, you know that there may be some issues with durability, so you need to have a good backup plan and go with that as a plan, not just as a flyer of a thought where you had who's the dude they had playing quarterback at one point this year who came from like West oh, Virginia. Uh...
3: Like Uh, Badgent or
1: Tyler Badgent? Is that right? Something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, you need to have a better backup plan than a guy who is playing, like, D2, basically. I don't know. I I I feel like the amount that you can get in return for trading that pick, that's the reason you do it. And then you still got a first round pick. Am I wrong? Like a top 10 pick? That's right. So you can trade a first overall pick, still get a top 10 pick, and get a whole bunch of other things to help fix your team, which is not just a couple holes away, you need lots of things to make this team good. And if, by the way, next year Justin Fields proves himself not to be that guy, you'll have another high draft pick, a bunch of, uh, again, young, talented players now playing a year in the NFL, and you can reload again in the draft next year. I'm not saying you want to do that,
3: but I don't think it's time to blow up the Justin Fields plan and start over. Years ago, I was critical of the Browns because it seemed like the fans were more interested in... Acquiring draft picks than actually drafting players that will help you win. Okay, and I said you can't just keep kicking the can down the road. At a certain point, you got to draft who you think is the best player. So I'm not about just oh get as many picks as you can. However, in this situation, if it were me running the show, I give Justin Fields another year. I especially give him another year because you have brought his head coach back, Matt Eberflus. Him too is back. If you decided to cut with him, go completely new, then it's only fair to let that new head coach make the decision. But since Floose is coming back, I give Justin Fields a shot. Plus, you have an opportunity to trade that pick not once but twice. You can trade down to two with the commanders who will draft a quarterback. Right? Yeah. So if the commanders are desperate and they want that number one pick because they want Caleb Williams, you trade with them at two. You can also then trade back again. Yeah, for, you're right. For, with another desperate team and fall into, I don't know, seventh or eighth in the first round, what I'm saying is, I don't think, as long as Justin Fields is healthy, and that's a big if, as you just said, I don't think this Bear team, I can't believe I'm going to say it, is that far away. Well, they, ah!
1: like, that far away ah! from being what? Like a playoff? A playoff team. Okay. A playoff Not team. Not saying they're going to go out and win a Super Bowl no, next year. a playoff team. Right, but still playoff caliber teams need to have draft picks because you're going to have to start paying players. Like you have to start paying legit contracts. You have contracts you had to pay already. I just feel like there is a way to have when you've got two top 10 picks like the bears do you trade your first overall, or if you, if you don't want to trade if you're saying we're more ready right now and that's how the, the bears feel, then you're like, we need a stud at a position. So we're going to use that number one pick to draft that dude. Fine. If it's Marvin Harrison Jr., I don't know. I don't think that's the way you do it. But if you did, either way, you can trade a first-round pick, get some return, including draft picks this year that you can use to fill out your roster. Second and third rounders make huge contributions on playoff teams all the time. So you can still get those guys in the building playing this year. You can get some picks for next year, yes. And you can have another year of Justin Fields on a cheaper contract, and then figure out what you got to do there. You don't have to go out and break the bank for a free agent quarterback. You don't have to go out and try to work in a brand-new quarterback with a coach that might be on his way out. This gives you another chance to really figure out what your plan is going forward. And next year, you could go
3: draft a quarterback. There will be still plenty more of them. Um, I want to talk about John Rahm whining about how Tiger won't return his texts. Plus, hot girl time machine. Coming up next, Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan
0: traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. We've got a 10-minute slowdown due to an accident on the left shoulder of westbound 270 on the south outer belt between 23 and 71. And you can expect slower traffic on eastbound 70 downtown between 71 West Split and Livingston Avenue. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. eBay Motors is here for the ride with the parts you need for the prices you want. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items
6: All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Yes, we tried
2: unplugging and then plugging them back in.
6: It didn't help.
2: This is Man and Bone.
3: Game show coming up at 534. What's the game, Boner? Uh,
1: This week we are doing Nobel Prize winner or hot Instagram lady or yes.
3: Because there might be a Yes. Also, well. we uh, we've unveiled the hot girl time machine today. Too hot. I was watching Growing Pains last night. Why not? Sure. And uh, a I, I it warms me that in the eighties there was a character on TV named Boner. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah makes me happy. That was Mike's best friend Boner, Richard Stabone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was I was reminded of of Julie who was the nanny, who got involved with Mike. They were supposed to get married, and then that didn't wind up happening. But I was in love with her at the time, and I was I was brought back to that time. The feeling of youth mm-hmm. yesterday. So let's go back in the time machine, and I mean, most of these people are still, still banging. They're still around. Mm-hmm. But there was a moment in time where they were above the fray, and that is the I was gonna say, "Hot Girl Time Machine." Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. Too hot. There you go.
1: Um, we have a, we had a suggestion from Bruin Company who said, "My short and sweet for Hot Girl Time Machine." Diane Lane and Helen
3: Hunt. Diane Lane, yes. Oh yes, Diane uh, Lane. Helen Hunt, fantastic. Also had a had a window in time where I was a big big fan. That window has come and gone. Well, that's all Closed right. Closed and the glass broke. That's okay. But there was a, yes, there was a period of time I was a big fan Helen Hunt. You know, someone who I had forgotten about. Cuz now again,
1: I understand we we're, we're talking about sitcoms, we're talking about people on TV. This was an episode I didn't watch a ton of this show. I had to sneak to watch this show because obviously you'll know why when I say it. When Baywatch was on, that hit me right where I was because as much as I appreciated the uh like, when I was a teenager, I would watch these shows. There would be other teenage girls on there, maybe a little older than me, and I would have a thing Those for them. Those were, they were women. Yeah, right. But I'm saying, when you watch Baywatch, it was like, you're watching, yes. Yes. Fully, in, like, you are watching the hottest women on the planet, was how I felt, right? So someone that I had forgotten was on that show was Yasmeen Bleeth. Oh, Yasmeen, oh, yes. Oh, Yasmeen Bleeth. He was very my good. My gal. Back in the day. Now, if you Google her now, she has uh she has not aged you know like necessarily uh, christy brinkley let's say very, very few people do no but that's all i'm saying that's okay i actually in a way relate to someone like if i met Yasmeen Bleeth in person i would feel like it would be a nice conversation to have with her because she's probably just lived a life you know she isn't sitting there just Constantly eating quinoa and thinking about every little thing that goes into her body, Like, she's lived her life. She had a nice time where she was as hot as anybody on the planet. And now, she looks like a regular old person. And that's fine, too. Uh, Speaking
3: of Baywatch, Nicole Eggert was in in Baywatch. But I first became aware of her when she was on Charles in Charge. I I
1: totally forgot she was on that. You're right. Nicole Eggert, your gal, Nicole
3: Eggert. Hmm. Yeah, she. I'll tell you, Baywatch, great show. Bay, Baywatch, okay. <laughs> Breaking news. Of yeah, course, there is the Hoff. It,
1: the Hoff, though, I I gotta say, I, had it, a I mean, well, the Hoff was like he was ruggedly handsome, but even on that show, I was like, this guy's a little a little bit old to be hanging out with all these hotties, isn't he? Like, don't you think all the other like even no, the he was distinguished, even the men like the male hotties are probably like this old geezer, get out of here, weirdo, take your talking car and leave us alone, right? You know. <laughs> I assume Kit just drove around with him That's behind right. the scenes. I That's don't right. Know. All the yeah. time.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, John Rahm. John Rahm, who now is doing the thing for Live. he was talking to ESPN's Marty Smith, and he said that uh, he's tried to text Tiger explaining why he decided to go to Live. He says, I mean, Tiger, I texted him, and the people that, tr- that try to reach out, you know the process. When I signed, and I just let them know, hey, you know, this is a personal decision. I have nothing against anybody. But he said that uh, Tiger has essentially ghosted him on oh, the text. That's too bad. He says that Rory has been supportive publicly and privately, but uh, Tiger, he just can't seem to get on the horn. I don't know how long John Rahm is for live because he's like a month into this experiment and he seems to really care what his former peers think of him. He seems to really care that he's not playing in the waste management open. Like these things really seem to bother him. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised because that's I, that's just the trade
1: off you make, right? Of when you take it is. the live golf money, listen, I'm not disparaging this in any way, shape, or form. But if, like, let's say you're a hot person who's decided, I'm going to go do OnlyFans, let you live. However, you can't be. Too surprised when you go to like the PTA and they're like, you know, you're an OnlyFans person. You're probably not going to run the PTA. Like, th- there are things now. Your nice car you have out there that's paid for by the foot pictures. That's right. That's, let there's, you live. There's trade-offs. There, you live in a nicer house because of that. Whatever, but you may not get the same level of respect, right or wrong, from peers of yours because people don't necessarily like that. Some of the golf people. In the PGA, Tiger, for sure, is, I'm guessing, someone who looks at that like a lot of people look at OnlyFans and say, Oh, you took the live golf money? All right. Well, good for you. You're dead to me. Like that. That's, is that right or wrong? I don't
3: know. John Rahm should have made that calculation before he did the live golf thing. Actually, I have more sympathy for the single mom who goes on OnlyFans because that's, that's a way for her to provide for her family. Yes. Let's also not forget because I've heard, People say this a million times, and I just I don't understand it. I was like, "Hey man, you wouldn't turn down three hundred million dollars? No, I wouldn't." But I also don't have like fifty million dollars in my bank account. John Rahm and all these guys were already rich. Yeah, fl- like
1: private jet flying rich. They were not just they've got enough money to retire on or their kids can go to college. They were living a lifestyle that most of us can't fathom before live golf money came calling. And if John Rom, for especially him, if he had stayed with the PGA, I mean Ted, you know golf better than we do. But if he had stayed with the PGA, and all these other guys are abandoning for Live, don't you think there's more sponsorship opportunities for him than there already were? Wouldn't there be even more oh, yeah. money for him yes, as all everybody definitely. else kind of fell away? He wouldn't have made Live Golf money, but he probably would have made more money than he than most people ever had through the PGA and through all the endorsements there, right? So what we're talking about is him trading that away to go get live golf, and because of that, Tiger Woods doesn't talk to him, and he's mad
3: about it. I I Should have just, just, made the calculation. I just love that this is a thing. You know, we're, we're told, I was told when you were in high school, it's like, oh, don't worry. Yeah, High school eventually ends, <laughs> no. right? This stuff no. doesn't matter. Who calls you back, the cliques that you hang out with. John Rahm, depending on what you believe, has either $300 million or $500 million. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed from the Saudis to play and live, and right now he is doing an interviewing say, interview saying, "Tiger won't text me back." Yes, this is clearly something that bothers me. Tiger won't text me back. High school never ends, baby. Mm. I, <laughs> I love it though. I love the fact
1: that that's when you get three. Well, not three hundred. What is it? Five hundred million dollars. Three, either three
3: hundred or five hundred million. I've seen. Let's, things all let's in that range. shoot
1: low and say it was $300 million. When you get all that money, this is now what you have to complain about, is the Tiger Woods won't text you back. Again, what do you value? Why did you do this in the first place? I got to
3: tell you, it was really hard for me to drive past the Phoenix Open and not play. Mm, that's,
1: okay. That's too bad. Okay.
3: I don't know how you're going to live Flew with your buying your flying car. <laughs> sure. Whatever. Yeah. Um... The NFL is going to... No, that not... What? Huh? Inside... I'm lost today, guys. It's okay. It's I funny. am lost. I'm thinking about hot girls. Oh, by the that's way... That's what this is. I
1: got an all-timer. I know we got to do inside the NFL. Can I give you one when we come back?
3: Yes. Okay. Inside the NFL coming up next. And hot hot girl. Common Man and T-Bone
0: on the fan. Fan traffic.
5: Sponsored by Meister's
0: Bar and Pizza. Watch out for an accident on the southbound 71 ramp to 17th Avenue on the north side. Police are on scene there. And we've got some stop-and-go traffic causing delay on northbound 71 on the south side between Green Lawn Avenue and 315. This report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Going stir-crazy with your pet, Invisible Fence brand works in any weather, so you can stay warm while your dog gets their energy out in the yard. Their local pet experts work with you to create a customized solution tailored to your pet. Learn more about how pets like yours gain independence
6: Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.
2: No Desmond Howard death wishes since 2012. This is Man and Bone. Not out loud. No. I mean, no. no. What are we doing? No. Colin and T-Bone
3: brought to you by the Hinder Motor Company. It is Hot Girl Time Machine Tuesday. Too hot! <laughs> Just a thing that's happened all the time. sudden. Why not? Hey, uh, Heather Locklear. Okay. Yes. In a variety of stages. You can go back to in the 80s when she was doing it with Tommy Lee. You can go back to early 90s with her on Melrose Place. Heather Locklear and Tommy Lee were a thing. They were married. I didn't know that. Yeah. Heather Locklear wow. was married to Tommy Lee before she was married to Richie Sambora. I, had, I did not know this. Okay. She liked the wild musicians. That's her type. Let her live. And now she's got some problems. Poppy's oh, got some problems. I didn't know that. Oh, she's got I some... I haven't followed along. Some uh, mental illness and... Oh, no. All sorts of things well, going on. Too bad. Yeah. Anyway, sorry to bring that down. But <laughs> back in the day, smoking. Okay. Well, the one I was going to
1: bring up before the break is... Uh, and this is from Craig, which reminded me of this. But Hot Girl Time Machine, he says, Kelly LeBrock, weird science movie time frame. Let me tell you right now. When Kelly LeBrock burst through that door when the weird science guys create her whatever you know whatever how the the movie goes where i just remember in the preview they're like two nerds in their bedroom and all of a sudden the door pops open and she's standing there in basically her underwear but with a crop top shirt on like that's a that's a core memory is what i'm telling you i am saying that it, i'm saying that right there probably formed a lot of guys opinions of like what hotness was if you were of the age to have seen that movie when you were like a younger man mm-hmm. i'm just telling you that a was younger man well you know what i'm saying i she got was, oof great all right we're oogling yeah.
3: chicks ogling ogling it's not oogling. you're oogling, oogling. no and we're doing nfl news and notes hit it common man and
2: t-bones inside the <laughs> nfl, NFL. <laughs> Sponsored by Atlas Butler Heating, Cooling, and
3: Plumbing. Oh, that's right. It's my turn. By uh, the way, Stamos is still in his prime. Oh, totally agree I'm just with saying, I'm though. not going back to... I'm, we're
1: not just doing hot girl time machine. We'll do hot yeah, guy time machine, but, too. But he's not... You don't have to go back in time for him. He, he's he's still, evolved. Yeah. But he's still... He's still doing banging. all right. I agree with you on that. Uh, Tom Telesco, who's the new general manager for your Las Vegas Raiders... No, you're all fans... Uh, he was asked about all pro wide receiver, Devonte Adams, because there have been speculation that maybe he would be able to be gotten on the open market. Maybe you could trade for him. Uh, the quote that he gave was he's a Raider and said, there is no thought of trading him. They are not even thinking about that. So if you've got any desires to trade for Devonte Adams, too bad says new GM, Tom Telesco they, he's not, he's not available now. I don't know if that's real. Well, but... that's what he's saying. That's the latest right now. Now, this is, if you're wondering, the rest of this is going to be a lot of GMs saying things. Why? Because everybody is in Indianapolis for the combine. Saying things. Saying things. So today is the day where we got a lot of quotes from general managers talking about things. Like, for example, Vikings general manager, uh, who is Kwesi Adolfo Mensah, he course said, then asked about Justin Jefferson. Last year, they wanted to sign Richard him.
3: Jefferson.
1: <laughs> Not him. Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson did not sign a long-term deal last offseason. They want to try to do that this offseason. However, it's not happened yet. So that's begging the question, well, is he possibly available? Or is he available for a trade? And Adolfo Mensah said, quote, that is something that's not once. He said, that is not something that's once crossed my mind. So he went on to say, when you have a blue chip player, a blue chip person, you try to keep as many of those as you can. So he says it hasn't even crossed his mind to trade a star receiver that last offseason they couldn't sign, and this year they have not yet re-signed. I'm sure it's crossed his mind, but he is saying in very strong terms he's not interested. Perhaps, like you said earlier with Devontae Adams, maybe this is just positioning to get the deal of the century from someone, or maybe these guys are not available as of right now. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, there is more info from the Cowboys, because, of course, why wouldn't there be but Executive Vice President Stephen Jones, you always have to ask, what's the deal with Dak? Anytime the Cowboys are, are being talked about, and uh, apparently for Dak Prescott, they are saying that even though he's entering the final year of his contract, Stephen Jones does not want to discuss anything about the timing of a new deal. He said he's not going to discuss anything on details, timing, any of that in a 25-minute session that he had with Dallas Media during the Combine. Dak is set to make $29 million in base salary and $5 million roster bonus due on the fifth day of the new league year. He does have clauses in his contract that allow that the Cowboys cannot trade him without his okay, and they can't tag him until 2025. So without an extension, this could be Prescott's final year in Dallas. So Stephen Jones also said about that situation, our whole thing with Dak is him being a cowboy, that's all that's on our mind. Certainly don't get into those type of thoughts about possibly not having him there. So again, no one is interested in moving anyone until they are. Uh, Seattle Seahawks, I don't know why I said it that way, Seahawks general manager John Schneider, he said Tuesday that their quarterback, Geno Smith, is their starter, quote, until he's not. So, so that is maybe a little more non-committal than some of the other things I just read you, but... Uh, He was speaking to reporters at the Combine and said that as of right now, Geno Smith is the team starter. He said, quote, yeah, I mean, I would think he's the starter until he's not. Really, our coaches aren't down here with us. So basically what we're going to do is we're going to have a vision. We have a plan for what we're doing. Next week, we get back in the office after kind of learning the landscape down here, talking to all the agents and all the other teams. We're going to learn through the next week, kind of coming around the corner next week, getting back with those guys, with the new staff, with Mike's new staff in place, getting our alignment, then we'll know what we're going to do. So basically, he doesn't know what they're going to do, but he's telling you right now, he's got faith in Geno Smith until he doesn't. So a lot of words, salad to basically say he doesn't know what they're going to do at quarterback. And Tampa says they are trying to re-sign Mike Evans. They want him to be a, quote, buck for life. All righty. Jason Lick, their general manager, said he's an unprecedented player. We want him to be a buck for life. We're working
3: towards that. So uh, there you go. I have another uh, hot girl time machine. Too hot! Hit me with it. Kelly Preston, may oh, she yeah. rest in peace. She is right. dead now. She was the wife of John Travolta, but Kelly Preston in the movie Twins, she was like Arnold's.
1: Oh right, love interest.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god,
1: Smoking I was obsessed hot. with her. Yeah, she's something else in that movie. She's something. She's something. I saw that our guy Mike Todd had suggested uh, Celia Ward. Celia
3: Ward, she was killed by the one armed man in the fugitive. Oh, that's right. Yes, it's Harrison Ford's wife. She she was. There was always something about her I didn't like. Celia Ward, not from a look standpoint, just from a she rubs me the wrong way. I was rooting for the one-armed man <laughs> to kill her in the movie. You
1: just didn't like
3: her. I don't know. There's a vibe.
1: There's a vibe about her. Really? She gives. I mean, because the vibe she gave me is like a little bit of a Mariska
3: Hargitay vibe, which I I'm I a fan of Mariska that. Hargitay. Celia Ward had a good guest spot on Frasier, where Frasier is dating her. Okay. And no one believes him because no one sees him with her. So he's trying to convince his family that uh, he's yes. dating her because she is in the show a famous supermodel who is also a zoologist. <laughs> as as one does. So he'll, he'll get upset and he'll yell, <laughs> I am dating a supermodel zoologist. Yes. And they're like, of course you are. So after lovemaking, he decides to snap a picture of her sleeping mm. to prove that that, that, he is that he's dating her, her yeah. and then she catches him. Of course. And then and she storms too, out. Two hilarious results. She's I'm quite screaming sure. at him. She storms out, and it just so happens the family is there when oh. she's calling him a pervert and storming out, and then he is actually vindicated <laughs> by saying, see, <laughs> look, you didn't believe me, yeah, and now you see her. There I was dating her. Very good. Uh, what's next? My wife is annoyed with dead listeners of the show. Hmm. This is a very odd story I'm going to tell you next, but it's 100% true. Okay. And it's coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
0: Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. There's an accident if you need to travel both north or southbound Jackson Pike to watch out for. It's just south of Frank Road. Emergency crews and wreckers are on scene. And a five minute slowdown on northbound 71 on the north side between 670 and 11th Avenue. This report is sponsored by WeBuyAnyCar.com Before you sell or trade in, find out how much your car is worth at WeBuyAnyCar.com They make selling your car fast, safe, and fair. Get your free online valuation now at WeBuyAnyCar.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1,
6: All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.
2: The only thing harder than common man's arteries is T-Bone thinking about a red-bellied woodpecker. This is Man and Bone.
3: Happy Tuesday, rapid fire. Coming up at 434. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, It's also Hot Girl Time Machine Tuesday.
1: Too hot! Yeah, we have uh, quite a few suggestions on this. John says Christine Lakin from Step by
3: Step. Oh, she developed into something quite special. Now, don't go back too far. You got to dial the time machine into, like, the... Yes, right. I mean, she started as a little kid on the show, and then she developed into something very nice. I would also like to point out, and I say this all the time, I don't assume all of you know how old we are. Right, that's true. We're, we're men in our early to mid-40s. Right. So and so we were kids when that show started airing. It's not like we're gross men. Well, we are gross men, but yes. that's Well, at the time that we were watching
1: some of these people we were on banging, TV, yeah. yes,
3: we were like the same age as them. So if we say, hey, Candace
1: Cameron... Well, yeah. At the time that you are talking about, like Topanga, we were we were also boys meeting world at yes, the time. That's Topanga exactly right. was I wanted banging. to
3: meet her world.
1: <laughs> right. I am just pointing out that we aged along with Topanga. Is that's what we're right. saying. Danielle Fischel, she has a name. Um, yeah, she has a name called Topanga. Okay, Dale Perry. Uh, Dale Perry. Why did I say it? Dale? Tweets us and says. Late 90s early 2000s Nikki Cox. Oh Nikki Holy Cox. Holy crap. Only reason to watch that Married with Children knockoff the WB did and her even worse self-titled sitcom, which I had forgotten that she had. Nikki Cox, I believe, maybe she still is married to Jay Moore. Uh, I don't I forgot that she was with Jay Moore, but you're right. She was married Damn. to Jay Moore is married to that's, Jenny Bus. Dude, that's the thing oh. I was going to say. Jay Moore, Jay J him too. Jay Moore and Nikki Cox done. I know he and Jeannie Buss are a thing now.
3: Nikki Cox. That is. Uh, Take a look at her. Now. That is quite the thing. She's had some. In she's had yeah. some smoothing done. She's had some injections and some smooth. Hey. She's only forty five. Yeah. She looks much older. Well, I think
1: she was trying to keep up with the times. You know, trying to keep up with how things were going, and it you know didn't quite work yeah, out. Yeah, that for
3: didn't that didn't work out. You know, though, at the time though, very hot. I don't know how old Jeannie
1: Buss is, but she looks younger than. Like Nikki Cox. And I assume Jeannie Buss has Jeannie probably got to be, be in her 50s. Yeah, 50s or 60. That's what I'm saying. Um, so I just saw this story because I Googled Jeannie Buss and Jay Moore. And this story pops up from a couple. How long ago was this? Uh, just last year. It says that they, her husband, they are married. Jeannie Buss and Jay Moore have an unconventional marriage as they not only sleep in separate beds, but also reside in different building units. Oh. Apparently, they don't even live in the same building. Nice. Uh, They got married, it says, back in September in Malibu. um, And she said, in talking to Graham Bensinger, Jeannie Buss said, oh, okay, everybody's going to want to live exactly the same way, huh? Well, not us. Right now, we live in a building that has three units. So I live on the top floor. Jay lives on the first floor. And there's a couple that live in between us. What? Come on, man. You're That's not weird. You own the Lakers. You own the Lakers.
3: You can't just have an entire building to yourself.
1: So where we live together, we're at the same address, except I'm unit three, he's unit one. We don't really want to change anything because I like my space. I have my schedule. He likes his space. He has his schedule. But I can take the elevator down in my slippers and hang out a little I, bit. I enjoy all of that. I until mean, you I... tell me
3: there's another family living in between you. <laughs> That's where we start to get weird. By the way, she has also had work done. All right. Genie bust. Sure. However, she is sixty two. She looks better than Nikki Cox, I'm who saying, is 45. Yeah, Jeannie Buss is doing all right. Uh, apparently,
1: she was in Playboy in 1995. Jeannie, Jeannie Buss Bus Yeah. There's that picture of her with like the basketballs. I'm pretty sure that's from that photo shoot, if you haven't looked at it. You know what? Jeannie Buss, hot girl time machine. Why not? She's doing great. She's fantastic. Oh, she's, she's
3: all right now. It's 62. Yeah, I'm not saying. She's doing awesome. Good for her. Man, this show's taking a <laughs> turn, hasn't it? It sure has. If you want more of this crap, even notched up a couple, Thursday's show, Leap Day, we're doing the show that's not a show. It will not exist on podcast. It will just exist live starting at 3 o'clock. Please do join us. By the way,
1: do you know who Jay Moore looks like now? I don't know if you've seen him recently. And let no. him live. He's an old man. He, we've all put on weight. Jay Moore looks like that Will Sasso guy from Mad TV like just kind of like a bigger version of himself. Like hairline's gone back, he's gotten a bit of a chin. Let him live though. I'm saying, Jay what Moore, does Will Sasso look like now? No, he looks like Will Sasso. He's just like a Will big Sasso dude. Just looks, just looks like looks, Will he's Sasso. He's just a big blonde dude. Yeah. And I'm saying Jay Moore is looking more like that. Will Sasso. if I'm so I'm thinking of, he's the guy who does like a spot on uh Jesse Ventura uh impersonation. He does a whole
3: bunch of stuff. Now, like was Gene Bus married to Phil Jackson? Or they were just I think they banging. were just I think they were just
1: uh Smoking the
3: peyote. Okay. I think. Do you smoke peyote?
1: Is that what you do Yeah, with you smoke peyote. Hia- Ayahuasca is stuff. It's tea.
3: You're just sipping on the tea. I don't think Why you I do think anything you did, like I that. I even smoke that tea. Maybe you, you do, but you I know you can... You smoke pretty much anything. <laughs> <laughs> you can milk anything. You can milk, but you can I know milk, you can milk anything you with nipples. nipples bro, you know that. Uh, the tease was, my wife is annoyed with dead listeners of this show. Okay. Allow me to explain. Um, So my wife had a, a, a reading with a psychic medium yesterday. Okay, okay. This reading was originally scheduled for me, but for some reason I booked it at 3 o'clock. I don't know if you're Monday. aware you have a show during yeah, 3 o'clock I, I, at that time. But I booked yeah. it like 10 months ago with this woman mm-hmm. who was supposed to be good. And if you're saying, Common Man, why are you doing this stuff? Well, because I'm a curious guy. I'm not saying I believe in any of it. I'm saying I'm a curious guy. I'm curious about what's there, what's not there. I'm skeptical by nature when it comes to religion and people and everything. Spiritualism, spirituality, stuff like that. I just, I'm, but I'm always on this quest, okay? Okay. And sometimes I get to the end of the road on the quest and I say, man, that wasn't worth it. Okay. Or I don't know anything, but I just, I find this stuff very interesting. Anyway, so Kristen took the reading instead. So yesterday, three o'clock, sits down with this woman. On the phone. She's not local. And this woman was having all sorts of problems. She was saying, there's a lot of people that want to come and talk to you. Mm. A lot. I'm having a hard time keeping them straight. Were you in some sort of accident? Like a plane crash? An accident. Where you had a bunch of people, like, die? And that's why they want to get a hold of you? Because I'm seeing... Like your, your grandmother and stuff, your, your relatives, they're trying to come in. But there's all these other people, and they're all the same. They're all crowded together, and they're holding a radio. Okay. And they they both determined that the people who are trying to get in to talk to my wife are dead listeners of this show. I see. Okay? Wow. like Like grandma couldn't come through. Because someone from the beyond wanted to throw a my guy at my wife. (laughs) Okay. Which is a nice gesture that people care so much about this show that in the afterlife, whatever the hell is going on, they still want to get through. Right. They still want to be heard. They're excited that Chris Holtman's gone and yarmo has been fired. (laughs) First time, long time
1: from the beyond. I do like the idea. As much as I'm not, I don't believe in any of this stuff. I do like the idea that dead people are just like... My brain me
2: like a hey!
1: and then they're like they're just wandering around and they find out like someone from your aura common
3: man wife's available right now
1: right. let's jump in there let's jump in there now <laughs> i'm going to speak for some of the skeptical people in our audience i'm
3: skeptical okay. i'm just saying okay. this is what was told to can me I, last I, night when i got home
1: right can i ask you this question what does this woman have google
3: I'm sure she does. Okay. Did yeah. she know what your name was before this reading? Uh, I think it was just the first name. But again, she had she phone had, numbers. Like she could have looked you, up a phone number. She could and, and okay. So re- I, searched all that. Yes, you're saying, of course.
1: If she could Google your name, you it would instantly come up what you do for a living. I just want to point out that that could be. Yes, it could be. Where
3: this came Ver- from. Very well it's It could be, it's very well could be where that came from. But, but no, I'm just saying when I walked in the door... It wasn't, hi, how are you? How was your day? It's, why are you dead listeners hijacking my psychic reading? Well, you, should have, I it,
1: you, you should have thrown it back at her and said, well, why doesn't this lady, if she's so good, why doesn't she go help find all the missing relatives of all these dead people? Like all these cold cases no one could solve. That's always my question that, with the mediums. That's a good question. Where, where? Why aren't you, if you've got this talent, go to the police. We're like, yeah, what, give me the A's. In your cases here, okay, a. A's. Yeah, like Amy oh, oh. died in a fire. I mean, like we, think. we don't know where A's. she went. Give me the Oakland A's. No. <laughs> hey, explain that. Explain Explain what's going to happen there. I'm just saying, I've always wondered that. Why these people aren't like out there with the police like, oh yeah, uh, here's the coordinates. It's in a field.
3: We got it. Well, maybe if all our, our listeners em. weren't bothering them all the time, they <laughs> could go out there. <laughs>
1: yeah maybe it's people who watch true crime dramas who are like no 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 let me solve it let me solve it and no one's shut up right i'm trying to think here exactly all right well if you're look stop if if you're dead leave my wife alone and if you're alive but you're planning on dying soon just can you please not interfere with the psychic readings that one of the show hosts is trying to get because he's trying to get some clarity on things
2: and
3: by the way it wasn't even for me I i gave it to her and yeah. she was all upset that all my listeners came through and all the dead relatives that did come through wanted to talk about me. Mm. And I said, Well, they knew the reading was supposed to be me. That's right. They probably lined up all <laughs> excited, like, Oh, Michael's going to be here. Mm-hmm. And That's then right. Blondie comes. Yeah. And then what? Where did this broad come from? Yeah. Again,
1: a skeptical person might say, or the lady who was doing the reading had all, done all the research on a guy Bone. that she thought Bone. was going to be on the phone. It I'm turned out a- not to be him. I'm aware
3: okay. of all of that. All right. I'm just, I'm just making the point. Just saying, I'm it. aware of it. I got it. I'm right. just saying this was a very real conversation in my house. Why did your dead listeners hijack my psychic reading? <laughs> Well, I thought I, I'd heard again, it all.
1: Why And again, why should you have to answer for that? Right. I thought I'd
3: heard you it all. You didn't do anything. Look, it, it, I've heard. Why Why did you cheat on me in, in your my dream last night? Right. I sure. didn't do anything. No, you were just sleeping. Right. And in this case, it's I somehow organized the spirits
1: to hijack her reading. What she's saying basically is, why are you so damn impressive that when people die, exactly you're right. still being thought of by the dead? Mm-hmm. And they're seeking you out. Yes. You should say you're welcome. That's what I would say. You're welcome for being so awesome.
3: Guess I can't contain it. Yeah, you get to live with me every single day. Yeah. These dead These people are trying people to
1: come over here. Death. You're alive and you can appreciate me. Who in, want to throw life. like a
3: Baba Booey at
1: me?
5: Hey, <laughs> my, uh, my guy.
3: Hey, uh, LeBron says the, dumb things. Common man and T Bone. I'm the
2: fan. <laughs> Ban traffic.
0: Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. There's an accident blocking three lanes, causing a 20-minute slowdown on southbound 71 on the north side at 5th Avenue. It's stop and go from Hudson Street. And some slower traffic on eastbound 70 on the east side between Hamilton Road and 270. This report is sponsored by Oaks Roofing and Siding. Your home's roof should be built to last, like the reputation of Oaks Roofing and Siding. They have hundreds of reviews backing up their quality. For free design, estimate, and payments as low as $99 a month, call 866-661-Oaks or visit oaksroofingandsiding.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Track.
6: Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert
2: the math. common man has hosted over 5,000 shows on the van three of them have been halfway decent here's man and bone
3: hey bone let me tell you about my friends at tri-state men's health all right shall we go right ahead you've heard a lot about how treating low testosterone low t can improve your sleep your workouts your energy levels and more but i want to talk to you about your sex drive because low testosterone can have a significant impact on your desire for intimacy. Oh. It can even be a factor in ED, erectile dysfunction. And if you're in a relationship or wanting to be in a relationship, a low sex drive could really be a problem. Sure if you're same. feeling sluggish and tired, not sleeping while your workouts aren't great, or you don't know where the gym is, like me, if your sex drive is more like a putt, mm. get it? Golfing. I see. Make an appointment today. I want you to call them, 800-900-9654, or visit tristatemenshealth.com. Hashtag peepee, no (laughs) worky. Too hot. That's right. Uh, By the way, we have been jumping
1: into the hot girl time machine. Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, And apparently, uh, this one comes from Captain Quint. He tweeted us and said, not television, but Jessica Lange circa King Kong 1978. Now I was not familiar with this. I know the movie existed, but I did not watch it. Um, Jessica Lange, King Kong, nineteen seventy eight. She's doing all right. She is. Uh, well, she was the damsel. Yeah, I'm saying. She's in but, distress. That's right. She is. She was excellent in
3: that. So uh, good suggestion there. Keep them coming at Man and Bone nine seven one on Twitter and uh, text the burner phone six one four seven eight seven three zero nine three. LeBron, in a pair of since-deleted messages posted yesterday to X, LeBron forcefully defended his son, who was playing for USC, Bronny James, against projections about his son's future in the NBA through mock drafts. So these mock drafts, they come out all the time, right? Yes. I mean, we see NFL mock drafts two years before people are even eligible. They always happen. And so I guess there was a new one on ESPN that didn't even have Bronny James in the two rounds of the draft fell out of the mock draft completely. Right. And that bothered LeBron. He said, can y'all please just let the kid be a kid and enjoy college basketball. The work and results will ultimately do the talking, no matter what he decides to do. If y'all don't know, he doesn't care what a mock draft says. He just works all caps earned, not given. And to all the other kids out there striving to be great, just keep your head down, blinders on, And keep grinding. These mock drafts don't matter one bit, I promise you. Only the work matters, all caps. Let's talk real basketball people, all caps. Right. He then deleted these things. Yeah. You
1: know, far be it from me to tell LeBron, I'm not trying to tell anybody how to parent their kids here, but, um, you know, when you are saying things like, man, just leave this kid alone, let him play basketball, Number one, going to be hard to do given he is LeBron James's kid and he's playing basketball. But you're the one who has multiple times said that you would like to play basketball with your son in the NBA at some point in the future. These mock drafts are actually saying he's not ready for the NBA. If anything, wouldn't that give you more focus and more ability to think about the future? If you, like the attention going off of him for a while might actually help with that, wouldn't it? Like the entire time this kid has been playing basketball, all he's heard is comparisons to his dad. Now they're saying, well, you know what? Maybe he's not ready for the NBA yet. Let's just take him out of the mock draft sphere. And that's when LeBron puts out, hey, man, leave this guy alone that they are like, that, is that not kind of what they're doing? They're leaving. They're leaving him off. The, they're just saying he's a th- five point a night guy. Yeah, right now like I don't if they were I mean again, if if the questions are to NBA draft analysts, do you think LeBron James or Ronnie James? Do You think he's ready for the NBA? It would not be unfair for anyone evaluating this sport to say no, not right now. He doesn't look like he's ready to play in the NBA. That may ultimately not matter because the team may say, well, we're ready to draft him because we want LeBron to be on our team and and we'd like to have that storyline. We think that's cool, but The reality is if someone's asked their opinion on the draft and they say, yeah, he's not a first or second round guy. Yeah, he's playing, he's making, he's scoring five points a night for a team that is not a great college basketball team. No, I don't, I don't think right now he looks NBA ready. He also had a lot going on this past year with health scares and everything else. Maybe next year he's one of the best players in college basketball. I have no idea, but it's not the media piling on to point out that your
3: kid is not NBA ready at this point. LeBron James's kid has never been anonymous. All right? LeBron has been front and center. He was front and center when it came to the recruiting process. He would answer questions about his son. He would tweet about his son. This notion that, oh, he's just a kid. Let him play basketball. That's ridiculous. This is LeBron's kid. And as you pointed out, LeBron has said many times, I want to stay in the league long enough to play with my son in the NBA. Sure. I mean, he's instantly the story. I mean, come on, man. I mean, look, well, this this goes back to uh what was I gonna say? The John Rahm situation. Where John Rahm says, Why I, why won't Tiger return my text just because I joined Liv? It's like there are there are trade-offs to things, man. I'm not saying Tiger's a well adjusted person. I have no idea. I'm not sticking up for the guy. But I'm just saying you you took the Saudi money and now you're wondering why things have changed. You're LeBron James. Right, Your kid is going to be thought of differently than even somebody else who plays on USC because you are LeBron. If you're going to freak out every single time an NBA analyst doesn't put him in a mock draft or has something to say about his game and says, Hey, how come this guy's shooting 37% from the field? It's going to be a long career for you and him. Right. I mean, I do think
1: this is one of the issues people have often had with LeBron James. And by the way, full disclosure, I am not here for anyone who wants to diminish LeBron James the basketball player. I don't, I think it is ridiculous that sometimes people go well LeBron James whines too much or LeBron what does that James have to says do this? with any of this right but people don't do that when like Michael Jordan like throws his high school coach under the bus at his Hall of Fame ceremony we don't let that taint the record of Michael Jordan we shouldn't let this stuff taint the record of LeBron James and I realize I said taint in the same sentence twice I'm sorry anyway the point is LeBron James the guy off the field uh, off the court the guy who says things in the media the guy who sometimes sticks his nose into things you know involving world politics or otherwise that guy gets in trouble sometimes with his comments so that guy sometimes rubs people the wrong way the basketball player is awesome he's one of the greatest i've ever seen to do it but when it comes to this stuff talking specifically about why can't everyone let this guy just play basketball this is from the same guy who often said i don't know wonder why i'm under a microscope all the time when He's the one who got a tattoo called chosen one on his back, right? Like these criticisms of LeBron have been around ever since he was, you know, probably too young to be in the limelight. Quite honestly, that's why some of this stuff unfairly happens when you're a young 18, 19 year old in the spotlight, you say, or do things that people judge like they judge a 10 year pro in the NBA. And that's not fair to LeBron back then, but he's had to own that since, you know, going on 20 years. That's why I find it fascinating that he has not, at times, learned how to deal with that when it comes to, like, this. I would I would think the thing you would not want to do is put any expectations out there on Bronny James, because you know the scrutiny is going to be there anyway. He lived through it, with everybody doing that to him. So why would you put out there, I'll go wherever my kid gets signed. You know, like, I'll, I'll go play. If if team drafts my kid, I'll go play for you. Why would you have ever said that in the first place? Rapid
3: Fire, coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
0: Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. There's an accident on the southbound 71 off-ramp to 5th Avenue. That's on the north side. It's stop and go from North Broadway. We also have a 10-minute slowdown on eastbound 70 on the east side between James Road and 270. This report is sponsored by First Service Credit Union. Switch to First Service Federal Credit Union, where savings speak louder than words. Unlock exclusive member privileges and enjoy service that always puts you first. For special offers, visit firstcu.com. First Service FCU. Own it.
6: Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware.
2: Does excessive amounts of Prozac make your sack droop down to your knees? Asking for a friend. My friend's name is Mike. Back to Troopy Sack and T-Bone.
3: Troopy Sack and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinder Motor Company. Rapid Fire coming up in mere moments. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What's the game, Boner? Uh, The game this week is Hot Instagram lady or Nobel Prize
1: winner? I'll give you a name. You tell me which one that person is.
3: Don't forget Thursday. It is Leap Day. We are not being paid for that show. It's not an official show. There will will be no podcast of that show. It is just live, 3 o'clock. It's going to be ridiculous. Um, We want no record of that show whatsoever. No. So Thursday, 3 o'clock, listen live. That's the only way to hear it.
0: Rapid Fire. Rapid,
2: rapid, rapid Fire.
0: Sponsored by Custom Air. Custom Air. Custom Solutions. Custom Comfort. All right, Teddy. Rapid
3: Fire number one.
5: The NFL Competition Committee is currently discussing changing or tweaking certain rules. What rule would you like to see the NFL change, tweak, or add?
3: Um. Well, I mean, and they're looking into this. I, I hate the fact that the kickoff has become just the ceremonial play that it has become. I understand there's a player safety issue, but at the at the same time I just don't want to see something that just wastes time.
1: Well, you know what they could do though is is it the XFL that had yeah, that rule? and and they're
3: going to look into that. They
1: should do it. Honestly. They're going to look into it. If you haven't seen it, the kicking team, they kick off back where they normally kick off, but all the tacklers, everyone who's not the kicker is like 10 yards from basically where they think like I don't know, they're like the 30. And then the rest of the blockers are at the 20. And you more or less then have a 10-yard head start before you start engaging people. And you can't go until the player catches the football. Right, right. uh, That still allows for tackling. It still allows for big plays. But you don't have people running 60 yards downfield before they connect with anyone
3: and causing these massive collisions. All right, outside of that, though, I think that we have evolved past the point where every single defensive penalty, for the most part, is an automatic first down. I don't think a legal contact should be an automatic first down. I think defensive holding should be a a 10-yard penalty, just like offensive holding's a 10-yard penalty. And if it just so happens, you get a first down. Yes, based on the yardage. Based on the yardage, that's fine. But pass interference can still be a spot foul, an automatic first down if you want to. We're giving away too many automatic first downs. It changes the landscape of the game.
1: The other rule change I would do is sky judge. Like, officially and forever, there's a person who comes in and says, here it is,
5: I watched it, and it doesn't take a lot of time to do the review. Let's just get it done. Rapid fire number two. All right, yesterday we had a new McDonald's uh, sauce flavor that we tried, and uh, Bone really likes it anyway. I'll just say that. Mm -hmm. But uh, what's your go-to sauce when eating your chicken nuggets? It actually depends on the place. If I'm at McDonald's, I
3: like straight up honey. Not honey mustard. Honey. If I'm at Wendy's, I go barbecue sauce. Ooh. If I'm at Popeye's now those aren't nuggets, those are tenders, but I will go like buffalo sauce or a blackened ranch. So blackened I, it, ranch is it really depends very good. on where I am.
1: Yeah, that's, those are all good. I mean, for me, I'm just going with the place where I get nuggets the most, which is McDonald's. And my go-to used to be the barbecue sauce. It has changed. It is now the sweet and sour. That is my go-to at McDonald's for that. Uh rapid fire number three.
5: What's one item that if it gets added to your sandwich like mayo, it's going straight into the trash?
1: <laughs> I don't oh. really have... I have one. What? Pickles? pickles. I knew you hate no, pickles. No, no, no. No, I can... Flick the pickles off. I can flick the pickle all day. What I cannot do is get yellow mustard. No likey yellow mustard? I'm not talking about stone ground or honey mustard. Or There's a whole variety of mustard. Like the yellow mustard, if that's on like a bologna sandwich or a turkey, anything like that, I can't get it out of the bread. I can't get the taste. It's it's too much for me. No
5: likey. Instant trash. I don't really have anything. Teddy, what's your answer? Hmm? Mayo. Although I, I keep I forgetting, can, you hate mayo. I can, if I if it's not too bad, I can, I can I can kind of wipe it off and, and deal with it. Yeah, yeah. That's I could see that being more of a texture
1: thing than a like. If you wipe most of it off, you almost can't even taste it. It's just the sandwich is slimier. So, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, I get
5: it. All right, rapid sure. fire number four. Give me a movie that you enjoy but doesn't get the attention it deserves.
3: Um, I will give you something. It is technically a kids' movie. Although nobody liked it, I kind of liked it because it was just so bizarre. Mm-hmm. And that is Cat in the Hat with Mike Myers. Oh, really? You like that? Did you read? Did you? Uh, yeah, I saw it. S- yeah, see yeah, the yeah. Movie? Yeah, I saw it was that. Which just so
1: weird. Did you like the Grinch one that J- Jim Carrey did? I mean, that one isn't underrated. I guess people talk yeah, about people, that one quite often. People talk about that. Yeah. Cat in the Hat. You like that Cat one? Cat in huh? the Hat. I'll give you one that is not a kids' movie and do not watch it with your children because it is not that movie at all. Burn after reading. It's a, you know, Farley Brothers dark comedy. or a, Is that right? I think it's Farrelly Brothers. I forget. Whoever did it, it's funny. Whoever made the movie, a job it, on it's you. It's Brad Pitt. It's George Clooney. It's like all these... A, John Malkovich, all these A-list stars. They're all in it. It's hilarious. Yes, I'm telling you. That is one of the... I have never laughed as hard. The end of that movie still to this day is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I will not spoil it for you, but... Yeah, that, that is one of
3: my all-time favorite movies. Teddy, what's your answer?
5: Uh, I came up with this question because it was a couple weeks ago. I saw this movie come on, and I it's been a while since I've seen it, but it's The A-Team. With uh, Liam Neeson oh, and Bradley yeah. Cooper. And I really enjoyed that. And then I saw it again last week and I watched part of it. And I'm like, I really love this movie. Yeah. That's
1: a good call. I remember when that came out and I thought, it can't be as good as The A-Team. But nothing is. Yeah. But for like, what they had to do,
5: trying to get back to that, yes. I mean, they, they cast it pretty well. Yeah, I thought so. They did so. a good job. Yeah. Rapid Fire number 5. What musical album do you think you've listened to the most? Like I said, musical album. Just in case, spoken uh, word
3: album. Yeah,
1: you know, I listened to all those Gregorian chant albums for so many (laughs) years. You're right, and now you want musical albums. Now, when when I was
3: young, I would listen to things on repeat all the time, and so if we're going just pure volume of spins. It's probably Billy Joel's Stormfront. That was the first CD I actually bought with my own money. Okay, back in 1989, and so I probably have listened to that more than any other, just because I've had it longer. And what's on the cover of that one? Billy Joel standing in
1: front of like a stormy seascape. Is that is that what the what's it look like? The album cover. Why don't you just answer
3: the damn question,
1: moron. <laughs> <laughs> Mine again, probably unless you know this type of music. MXPX, they're a punk band. Their album, Teenage Politics, like. I listened to that thing hundreds of times when I was in high school and shortly thereafter, and then I've it's been around. I've, I've listened to it for like 25 years. So I mean, I, yeah, it's just an older album that I have too that I've listened. It's been in I the go collection back to it. for a long time. I was listening to it last. It it was still. It made my top 10. One of the songs off of it, I think, made my top 10 Spotify Wrapped, if I'm not mistaken. And I mean, again, I've heard these songs a million times, but I still love it. Teddy, what's
5: your answer? Yeah, I, I was thinking about this, uh, probably when I was, you know, what? when I back when I was banging. All right. Thank you. Yeah, I was probably, I think it was like 17 May when this one came out. The original Skid Row album. Mm, and, there you go. uh, yeah, I just uh, listened to that thing like, you know, thousands of times. I think just cruising around, cruising around Roundtown down there in yeah, Circleville. Of yeah. Yeah. That's right. Good times.
1: Driving your uh, IROC Camaro, I'm uh, quite sure. No,
5: no. it's tops uh, My Cavaliers E24.
1: Oh, that's right.
5: You yeah. did have a Cavaliers E24. Yeah. Those were hot. Did it, was it the convertible or was it just- No, not a convertible. Oh, even no. better.
1: Mm. I, you know what? I got to tell you. You didn't ask this, but I'll just throw in a bonus rapid fire. Pet peeve, <laughs> convertibles. Not a fan. <laughs> I've never liked them. Every time I see a convertible, I'm like, you know what would be better? If it had a roof on it. I never, I never like convertibles. My father gets a convertible all the time. Oh really? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. And he drives five. <laughs> <laughs> well, you kind of have to he when drives you're driving five miles an hour. I'm saying I don't like how they look when the roof's up. When it's down, I get it. Like that's a nice thing. No, I don't get it either. How, I don't many, know t- why how, how many
3: times it. of the year can you actually Things do that and enjoy it? Crap it on your face, and head. Yeah. I mean, and I, a goose flies over you and explodes.
1: I just think cars look better when they have the roof line. Like I, I they do. Yeah. That, that that Camaro that Z twenty four that they did with the Camaro, Teddy, what was that like mid eighty or
5: mid early nineties? Is that the one? Yeah, it was uh, late eighties. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, I actually I did have a Camaro, in my first car though. Actually, who did? <laughs> yeah, when I was sixteen. Okay, yeah, Man, look pretty good. You. Yeah, Man, that's right. Yeah, Teddy I,
3: got some action in that yeah. <laughs> car. He was banging. Uh, how about spending four million dollars on a case of cards, unopened sports cards? Wow. You don't know what's in it. No, you just think you know what's in it. Details coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
0: Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. You'll find several slow spots. We've got a five-minute delay on northbound 71 on the north side between East Broad Street and 11th Avenue. Some slower traffic on southbound 71, again on the north side, between Main Street and 70, and another five-minute delay on southbound 315 between Lane Avenue and 3rd Avenue. This report is sponsored by Direct Auto. Safe Auto Insurance is now Direct Auto Insurance. New name, same flexible payments. Go to directauto.com for a free quote. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The...
6: change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. If Biggie's Eyes
2: was a radio show, this would be it. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Tuesday. So glad you've tuned in. Three
3: hours a day, every single day. That includes all dead listeners as well. <laughs> as if you were listening to earlier in the program, All the dead listeners were harassing my wife yesterday. Yeah, Subscribe to the podcast and check that out. Game show coming up at 5.34. I forget what it is, but it involves hot ladies.
1: Hot ladies or uh, Nobel Prize winners or possibly both. Too hot! There you go. Uh, We do also have a lot of submissions for the Hot Girl Time Machine Mm -hmm. while we're on hot ladies. So this is the idea being you can give us the name of someone that uh, was hot back in the day. And then we basically say yes.
3: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) we're not going to. It's not like there's been a lot of
1: argument on this all day here.
3: And then you could look at them now and say, yikes. Yeah. Uh, Phoebe
1: Cates of Ridgemont High. This comes from. Yeah. I mean, that's just one of the all time iconic images, right? I mean, that's yes. And speaking of that, uh, Kevin says, or actually, no, Kevin, wrong one. Max says, Catherine Bach, Daisy Duke. I mean, they named the article of clothing after her asset. She's one of the, yeah, I mean, at the time, I mean, yeah. say what you will about Dukes of Hazard. maybe it's not your favorite show, but Daisy Duke, one of the hottest women ever to grace our television screens, for sure. Timmy,
3: do you have a certain... Uh... You know,
4: I. you saying this right now, and I missed the conversation earlier, but we were talking about the SAG Awards yesterday, Yeah. and Ted and I were scrolling some more photos, and Jennifer Aniston popped up. And I didn't bother to look up what her age is now, but she's she's in her fifties. She's, she's in her like mid fifties, probably early yeah, sure, yeah. early fifties. She she by the way was wearing one of the more classic looking dresses. Like it was nothing crazy about it. wasn't flowing. She also doesn't look like she's had many, much work in the face done. Oh, looks I pretty. Di- good. I disagree.
3: I think she's had, think had a ton of looks, work in the face. done. Well,
4: if she has, it hasn't gone wrong yet. Maybe it hits that
2: point. See, I, I in the next five if, ten you're, years, you're
3: looking at a still photograph. Like if you go and watch the morning show which is the most recent thing she's been in, I think she can't move her damn face. What's that, that Apple TV show? Yeah.
1: yeah, With I, Reese Witherspoon. I'm also surprised, that. which is funny, because in that show, it's like, yes, Reese Witherspoon, who is the young up-and-comer that no one's ever heard of, and it's like, well, isn't she in her, like, 40s? Or has to oh be yeah, closed. she's knocking on the door. That's 52. what I'm saying. She's not like that much younger. It's not like they found like a 20 year old actress to play. Then the, you know they get that Sydney Sweeney. If she had been the the one that they had Whoa. there, that would have been a little bit different, right? But both of them, it's like, but well, they're not far off. All in right, age. So you're
3: going Jennifer Aniston back in the Friends days, back in the Friends right? days. So which season uh, Jennifer Aniston do you think is the best? Oh, she sort of had a different look. She had every different single she, season. She,
4: her hairstyle, I don't think went as crazy as Courtney Cox did. Throughout the life of the show. But I would say... I actually would say the... Like the second or second to last or last season. Jennifer Aniston. In really? Friends. T- yeah.
3: I go season I three. Di- I dig that. Jennifer Aniston season three. Yeah. I will tell you, the hottest that Jennifer
1: Aniston ever was to me was not in Friends. It was when she was Office in the movie Space? Office Space. Where she is playing the waitress from uh flingers or tchotchkes whatever the place was <laughs> tchotchkes your pieces no, no, of flare. flingers yeah, yeah your pace your pieces of flare but like because she's one she's like always got the hair up in the in the, the little ponytail like ponytail yeah, bun yeah. thing and she's just always wanting to like sit down and watch kung fu movies in a t-shirt and nothing else yes. and it's like yes. what yes. t-shirts hot. and nothing else that's hot
4: it's a good look. Good job. What about Peter. what about Elaine, our gal from Seinfeld? I dig early season Elaine. I was never a when fan. She's got of, I was the, never a fan of Elaine. I like the fuzzy hair. I was going to about bet, that late eighties, early nineties, like puffy hairstyle. I bet you couldn't get past the hair. Yeah, I can't get. past I like it. it. That's, what I th- <laughs>
3: That's all right. I, just, I don't. I don't think of Elaine as a sexual plaything.
4: It's. Here, I'll give you the. I'll give you the picture of Elaine, and
1: <laughs> fans ever, of the show will know it. Timmy, I just have to stop. I don't ever want to hear Mike say the word sexual play <laughs> well, thing. you know what? Too ever, late. It's, it's wait till, till Thursday's show. If, that's, if that stops
4: you, then I don't know what won't for, from him, right? Sure but enough, yeah. The, the episode where Elaine and Jerry combine this with that, right? Where they, and where they do it. And she is wearing just his button-up shirt. That does it for you? That's the one where the hair's all messed up. What about a Felicity?
3: Hmm. Felicity? What's her the show? Man? Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell. Oh, Carrie Russell, yeah. Right. I mean, in Felicity though, with the curly hair. I don't remember. I got to I got to look up Felicity. I don't. Right, remember. Anyway, let's talk about hockey cards. Oh yeah. A case of unopened hockey cards that could feature dozens of Wayne Gretzky rookies uh, was bought for 3.7 million dollars at auction on Saturday. The case of sealed 1979-1980 O P C Hockey Cards. O P C, yeah, that's the hockey O-P-G brand. O P C Hockey Cards. That's what it's called. Was collecting dust in a Canadian family's home until they discovered the extremely rare and valuable cards while sorting through a storage room. They that's, say, Heritage Auction says, it's the greatest unopened find of the 21st century. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Okay. The auction house estimated that the case of 48 packs or 10,752 cards, contains about 27 rare and pristine Gretzky rookie cards from his first season with the Oilers. But you don't know... You don't know for sure. ...until you actually but, open them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm quite sure they're in there. It's There's also
3: bubblegum in there. This is... The, again... God bless if you're having bubblegum from 79. I can't, I, I can't get behind the speculative card
1: market... I can't. I can barely get behind the one where you know the cards are in there. And you know what condition they're in and all that. But I can't really get behind the idea of there's one in here, and so because there's one in here, how much did it sell for? 3. Almost four 3, million. Three
3: point seven million.
1: Four million dollars. If you, how much is it worth if you pull one out and it is actually? Because again, cards are graded on the mint. Well, they're condition. not going to open it.
3: A spokesperson for the auction site says the winning bidder is not likely to open the sealed boxes and packs because they're even rarer than the rookie cards.
4: Okay. So you could sell them for more based on the mystery. See, this is what I, uh, this is what me uh, and me and Jack had fun with in the pandemic when we got back into cards a little bit was being able to rip packs. Bone, we did this a little bit around the office. Yes, over we the did. past couple yes. of years but why was, was thrill it thrill of oh, it's just the thrill of opening the pack if you yes. pay four million dollars for it you're not it opening kind of the pack kind of
3: defeats the purpose uh, the family yeah. that had these cards is from Regina of course they are let them live and after all the you know auction fees and premiums and all that they're gonna earn 3.1 million from the sale mm. so congratulations Regina good, family good for these people for getting rid of it and I mean I guess if you're not gonna ever
1: open it this is the dream right? But yeah, that's. I don't understand buying it and then saying, now I'm going to set that box on my shelf. When anybody asks, I'll say, there might be a Wayne Gretzky rookie in there or a few. How are there that many cards?
4: That's confusing. 10,752 cards in 48
1: packs? That seems I, to too many. That seems like a lot. Yes. But what I'm saying, is this is like, so this is a complete set. Right. I mean, right. I'm saying, like, we, it's you not and not I... It's a complete
3: you, set. It's are, boxes for retail. Oh, box.
1: Just retail so it's boxes. A, okay. It's like a ton of boxes. Yes. Okay. Okay. It's a ton, oh, of, okay.
0: ton of boxes
4: with individual packs inside those boxes. Correct. Like yeah. the one you would rip open, and then it's a little sleeve of, what, 12 or 15 cards? Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. And there's bubble gum.
3: Let them live. I, I just want to eat the bubble gum from 1979. I've tried a stick of
4: bubble gum Canadian that... Hum- Bubblegum. I've tried a stick that Homage puts in the shirts. I don't know if they still do that, but you know you, you would buy stuff from Homage and they would put What was the year? Like early nineties. How was it? Oh, it turned into dust I'm and sure. I had to spit it out and vomit.
1: <laughs> yeah. I just wanted it I wanted to see. By the way, Carrie Russell and Felicity, all right. Yeah. Thank you. Meets yeah. your approval?
3: I agree. All right. Fat boy food. Tip. Next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
0: Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. You're going to find slower traffic on westbound 270 on the north outer belt between Westerville and Cleveland Avenue. And there's a disabled vehicle on the right shoulder of southbound 71 on the south side between Greenlawn Avenue and Frank Road. Crews are on scene there. This report is sponsored by Allstate. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home on auto insurance with Allstate. Why make things harder than they need to be? There's a better way to save time and money. Visit Allstate.com or call for a quote today. I'm Nicole for 97.1
6: Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The only thing scarier than
2: bones analogies is man's browser history. I'm sorry, man. I thought you wanted to see this. This is Common Man and t
3: Happy Tuesday. Uh, game show coming up at 534. We've been talking about uh, hot people. And so mm. that will continue with the game show. We have two real passions on this show. Talking about hot people. Yep. And talking about food. And that brings us to Fat Boy Food Tip.
2: Common Man and T-Bone have very little value. Unless they're telling you about all the crap they can shove in your mouth so you can die quicker. It's time for Fat Boy Food Tip. Wait, how do you want me to say it? Um, Tip. 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 This is dumb. I quit. Now,
3: we're going to get back to what we talked about yesterday a little bit with the Wendy's and all the backlash they're getting for the potential surge pricing. Thank goodness. Which means if, if you go back at a busy... T- if you go to the drive-thru at a busy time, their air quotes, busy time, yeah, your burger will cost you more than if you came at a non-busy time. Unreal. Ridiculous. Unreal. And they're getting tons of pushback, as they should, but... Are you familiar with Chicken Salad Chick? I've heard, yes,
1: I have seen this restaurant. I think there's one not far from here, as a matter of fact. Okay, I didn't know that. I've never been. I'm not a huge chicken salad guy myself, but go ahead. Tell me about the restaurant. they, They
3: specialize in chicken salads, sandwiches, soups, and sides. They have over 250 restaurants. I'm telling you, I think there's one right down where the rail is.
1: That new restaurant, by I think there's a Chicken Salad Chick right there. And they're opening
3: 53 more locations over the next several years. The new units will be located throughout states like Texas, Oklahoma, Illinois, Ohio, Virginia, and Maryland. Okay. Now, I am not opposed to a chicken salad, but I just wonder, like, from anybody who's been there, is this just like a Panera? No, man, I'm looking at the restaurant right here. It looks like you
1: can order, no joke a dollop of chicken salad in a variety of flavors on a bed of lettuce, and then they serve it with, like, fruit and crackers. So you get a little basket with just chicken salad if you want it, but then it also, it looks like they seem to have sides, sandwiches, soups, different things like you said. Is there a window? I don't know that. Here's, let me just read you the menu. They have, um, here's the chicken salad categories they offer. They have spicy, they have three offerings. Buffalo Barclay, jalapeno holly, or kickin' K-Lin. So apparently these are all like named after people all right. with a flavor attached to it. The traditional chicken salads are classic Carol or Olivia's Old South, which has a, a southern tradition combining sweet pickles and egg. Blech. Uh, but I'm sure that's good for someone. Uh, savory category, they have Lauren's lemon, lemon basil, the Dixie chick, which has a lot of onions in it apparently, a sassy Scotty which is ranch, bacon, and shredded cheddar cheese and a barbecue, a hickory-smoked barbecue flavor that is short, sure please. And finally, they have the fruity and nutty category. of This is just their chicken salads. Fancy Nancy, Fruity Fran, and Cranberry Kelly. Those are just piles of chicken salad you can get. And then you've got, like I'm looking at the soups and sides, they got a whole bunch of broccoli salad, grape salad, mac and cheese, your classic salad, a seasonal side salad... Uh, I'm not seeing a lot of sandwiches on here, but it says there are sandwiches. Oh, here we are: chicken salad BLT, pimento cheese BLT, turkey club, the chick melt. Enjoy one of your favorite chicken salads on
3: a toasted. All right, here's, here's, my, here's my question though: all of this is useless if the chicken salad's not good. Well, they've got a lot of different chicken salads. No, so I, I know they do, but should... I just I wonder from anybody who's been there: is the chicken salad? Worth the price of admission. I just read to you, they have like 19 different versions of it. I understand, but they may have 19 bad different versions of it. I have no idea. Also could cost $17. How could they all be bad though, right? If you like chicken salad, if that's your thing,
1: I presume there's one of those flavors that would probably do it for you. Now, the ultimate judge of this would be my wife, because my wife loves chicken salad. That is like one of her favorite food stuffs. I like chicken salad. Well, I'm saying like... I believe... I want to say it was Max and Irma's that used to do a great yes, chicken they salad. Did. They did. That was her all-time favorite and obviously may rest in peace, but... No, it's alive.
3: What do you mean? I mean, Max and Irma's lives. Where? There's one in Lancaster. Oh, I always I forget mean, about that. Right. They're elsewhere. They just closed all the, the, <sighs> all the ones main
1: locations here. in
3: the metro. Sure.
1: Okay. Well... Barring us going there, I'm I know saying, that was she one of her She wants bad enough. I Lancaster. know. The chicken salad croissant was one of her favorite things. But like, for example, I want to say Arby's has done a chicken salad croissant. And she tried it. And I, I believe at the time, if I'm not mistaken, she had it. She took two bites and said, no. No? No. She was not a fan. They might have put raisins in it or something like that. I some, forget. Some chicken salads will do nuts or, and grapes. Grapes. And, that's not raisins. Yes. And it, that was the thing that threw her off. She was like, no. So she's not a fan of the grapes in the chicken salad. But I'm telling you, this is... 19 varieties. Chicken salad chick. Well, then why have you not taken your wife to go to this place? It's a good question. I don't know. I forget it exists. What a horrible place. I also don't are. like chicken salad. Anyway, so.
3: going back to the... She's uh, not
1: taking me places that she doesn't
3: like, so there you go. The, the Wendy's. Yes. With the on-demand pricing or the surge pricing, whatever you're calling it. hmm Wendy's is teasing this idea. We may do this in 2025. Well... If they were hoping to get some feedback, <laughs> I they bet got, they got it. it. Yeah. Everyone universally hates this. This also made news in England. Did it really? Where Wendy's has locations because their media is writing about it saying, What the hell is this? I have not seen one piece say, You know what? This makes a lot of sense. No, man. Everybody universally
1: hates this. I think the agreement most people have with restaurants is. You tell me what it costs to make your food and then I decide whether or not I want to go. And so if I go to your fast food establishment and you have let's say 2 for $3 cheeseburgers. What time is <laughs> insert, it? Insert insert your laugh here. But like if you if that's the deal you have, then I go knowing, all right, these cheeseburgers don't cost as much. I'm presuming they're probably not made fresh with, like, fresh ground beef right there is going to take a little. I presume those are going to be quick and dirty cheeseburgers, and I mean quick and dirty in the nicest way. I don't mean, like, they're bad. They're just not going to be, like, the highest quality. And I make that piece going, well, yeah, but I want to pay $3 and get two cheeseburgers. Now, if you tell me you're going to do fresh, grade A beef, all this stuff, and it's going to be made to order as soon as you put it down, I'm expecting it might take a little longer. It might cost a little more, but I get a higher-end product. But once we've made that agreement, whatever your marketing tells me about your burger, if I get there and you're like, oh, sorry, it's noon, $2 more. Oh, sorry, well, it's 3 o'clock, we've lowered the price. That's just, no. You you tell me what it's worth to you to make it and how much it costs to have your restaurant there and all the people that work there, and then I determine if that's worth my time. That's how this works. Um,
3: I saw this little opinion piece, too, in The Guardian, which is a British thing. Yes. Emma Beddington. Which is the most British name very, ever. Very British name, Emma yes. Beddington. Hello. Uh, here's the headline of this opinion piece. Food should be tasty, and it doesn't have to come in a bowl. Could someone tell my lovely American hosts? What? Huh? All right, now I'm just, I'm just going to read you a little selection okay. of this opinion piece. All right. Because it's people like this that I want to reach out And give a hug. I I don't know why I was going to say something bad. Just give a hug. Okay. I hope Emma falls down soon. (laughs) She says, I almost never leave Europe. Oh. So spending a month in Boston is expanding my provincial horizons and blowing my tiny mind. This is is the description (laughs) of Boston. Did you say that or did she? No, that's what she said. said Blowing blowing my my tiny tiny mind. mind. This is her description of the city of Boston. Okay. Ready? Right. Wild turkeys, parentheses, huge, wander the streets. (laughs) What? What? What are you talking about? What are we talking about? Wild turkeys wander the streets. There are rodeo bouts on TV. What? Rodeo bouts. Rodeo bouts on (laughs) TV. Okay. And everyone drinks iced coffee, even though it's absolutely Baltic. I feel more foreign here than places I've visited where I didn't speak the language. And I keep getting things wrong. I think I rode the bus illegally yesterday. Mostly, though, I'm baffled by bowls. Okay. In this corner of the world full of 20-something STEM graduates wearing Patagonia and Lululemon activewear with earning potential, many multiples of mine, meals seem almost all bowl-based, composed of grain, protein, greens, and some kind of sauce. Oh, okay, so she's commenting on, like, the
1: the young hipster tendency to go to fast, casual places where everything is a bowl. Everything's a bowl. There's no, you're and not getting bread if with read, anything. If you read yeah.
3: further, it's how dare you bastardize this wonderful cuisine by simplifying it into a bowl form and okay. all this crap. I just, right. I mean, I, sure. lo- I love this so much coming. And look, I, I enjoy England. I go to England all the time. I love it. You were just there yesterday. Um lady you put baked beans on everything yes you put beans on toast also and say <laughs> johnny Right. What? what are we talking about and where are you in boston where wild turkeys are <laughs> roaming the streets well i just i at some point want
1: to go attend a boston rodeo. It's was like oh hey Jen, did you see that steer john did you see the balls on that one john seven seconds you lasted pretty good john good job I don't know what, don't know what accent that even is.
3: Telly. I don't even know what accent that was because it wasn't Boston. No, that was a good Boston. You, no, didn't, I, you didn't throw in enough N-words for a Bostonite. Bostonite? Boston-ear? boston
1: I love how English people are like, I don't get drinking cold things when it's cold. It's like, you... you I guess you wouldn't because you come from the land of lukewarm beer and hot tea all the time, but like, yeah. All right, it's 80 degrees. Pour me a bowl of tea right sometimes people like coffee and after a while when in america it gets above 50 degrees occasionally people don't always want to drink piping hot cups of joe we like our iced coffee and now it's become a habit i'm i'm an iced coffee all the time guy i rarely ever get a hot coffee when i go even if it's 10 degrees out i'm like that's burr. give me an iced coffee that's where i'm at
3: also this notion too where it's like we're simplifying it to bowl forms. i would love i would love to have two and a half hour lunches every single day <laughs> Right. All right. Sometimes sign, we got to get it that. and go. Right. Sign me up for that. Okay. Table service, you know, waiters and waitresses waiting on me, authentic chefs in the kitchen, bringing me culinary delights from places around the world. And then you wake up and realize it's not practical also, for a variety of reasons.
1: Also, is a plate not also just a a dish? Like if yours is served on a plate, no, but that this is... is all mixed up. Oh, can't I see. Have can't it have all... can't mix it up. We're like a toddler. We can't have our food <laughs> touching.
2: <laughs> Great. Wild turkeys.
1: <laughs> the the rodeos and wild turkeys of Boston, ladies and gentlemen. Everyone knows about those.
3: Uh things are not working out for a former Buckeye. Details next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan
0: traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. You should be aware of an accident blocking the right side of southbound 71's ramp to 5th Avenue. Police are on scene there. And a five-minute slowdown on westbound 161 between Johnstown Road and Hamilton Road. This report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lesset. Ohio Laborers would like to congratulate member of the week Wimberly Cook, Jr. Laborers Local 423 in Columbus. Wimberly is a 24-year member who's worked with Bechtel. Build Ohio right, build it union. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic.
6: Dumb is the only
2: language these two are fluent in. You're listening to Man and Bone. Happy Tuesday.
3: Uh, on Thursday, it's Leap Day. We have discovered in our contract a little loophole where the station will not pay us on That's Thursday. Right. So instead of, you know, just staying home and forcing their hand, we have decided to come in, and do the show, but not like we normally do it. Yeah. Um, There will be no podcast of the show on Thursday. It will exist live and live only because what we say in that little three-hour block or two hours and 30 minutes because Buckeye basketball starts early at 530, will live and die during that time slot. What are we going to do? I don't know. But the rules are off. Yeah. No holds barred. That's right. Join us Thursday at three. There you go. Things are not working out well for former Buckeye corner Damon Arnett, who I believe was a first-round pick, was he not? I believe you're correct. He had first-round talent for sure. Uh, he's had some trouble with the law in the past, and now he has some more. It was reported yesterday that he was arrested and charged with possession of less than a gram of meth, hmm. as, well of, uh, as well as unlawful carrying of a firearm back in January. Um, his defense team released a statement Yesterday, saying that his arrest was predicated on a lawful medication he was prescribed, they argued there would have been no arrest had Arnett been able to prove his prescription, and thus no drug or gun charges. Now, I don't, I don't know. Okay, again, I'm not a police officer. Right. I'm also not a medical doctor. I don't know a lot of people who are prescribed meth. Well, people are prescribed amphetamines, and so,
1: again, I don't know what the difference is between a methamphetamine and, like, a regular old amphetamine, but obviously something ain't mathing on one side or the other with this. So, like, if his lawyers are saying, yeah, he's got a prescription for this, they didn't let him do it, well, that's no good. But still, if uh, that's not the case, then this is also yet another example of, of things not going well for him. He has had a rough go
3: since he he left Ohio State. The last time he was on an NFL roster, he signed with the Chiefs in 2022. He was released nine days later because he was arrested and charged with assault with a deadly weapon, carrying a concealed weapon without a permit, two counts of of possession of controlled substances. He also pleaded guilty to misdemeanor assault charges and the drawing of a deadly weapon in August of
1: 2023. I mean, you'll remember, like, the reason he got kicked off the Raiders was because he had been making death threats and brandished firearms on a video that he posted to social media. I want to say, right. That was back in November of 2021. He got drafted in 2020. So he was actually, I believe the Raiders got the pick that they used on him, which was a first round pick 19th overall. I believe they got that pick in the Khalil Mack trade. That was one of the many picks. I think so. They got back from dealing him to your bears. So I mean that just again. That's not that long ago that that trade occurred, and he was one of the pieces that the Raiders drafted with that pick, and it did not work
3: out at pick? all. Uh, sad news, Bone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like Zach Eady. Where's my Zach Eady? I right? don't know. You, you're happy. Oh, your What's here's going on over there? there. <laughs> okay. uh, Zach Eady is not coming back for his final season of eligibility next year. Oh, that's Matt Painter bad. has confirmed that. So okay. he will be moving on to play in the NBA and do do nothing. <laughs> yeah, I. <I've, laughs> you know, again,
1: I've said this before. I'll say it again. The guy is seven foot four. He is he's a huge mank, and and he could right, wind up being back to back player of the year. Right. What I'm again. I criticize his basketball skills because when I watch them I see man a guy who is 6 foot 10 who plays basketball like he does probably wouldn't be getting national player of the year caliber recognition but he's 7 foot 4 and you cannot teach height I have been told so when he gets to the NBA if someone can get him to play basketball in a way that makes sense for someone who's 7 foot 4 to play it he could be unstoppable at any level if he were to play in a way that would make sense to me as a big man but No guarantees that's going to happen. What I've seen in college is a guy who's not quite going up towards the contact the way I would think, not going as aggressively to the basket as I would think you would want to. And I feel like in the NBA, he's going to get a lot of that stuff thrown into the sixth row. So I would like to see him, if he is going to go to the NBA and be successful, he's got to get better under the basket. Because if you watch his game, he gets 25 and 12, and half those points and rebounds come from him being out of position, but just being a foot taller than everybody, and the ball... He can just grab it and toss it back in. That's not going to happen in the I, NBA. I
3: don't know a ton about modern day NBA. All right, You watch way more NBA than me. Sure. Which is none. Me. I watch it. I got it. Yeah, yeah. But when it comes to college basketball, how many times in the NBA is he going to roll into a city and then just based on the circumstances have the largest guy at 6'8 guarding him that night? Right. Never. No, I mean you got it's not gonna happen. You have
1: two guards that are playing the guys who guys who are playing twenty five feet from the basket that are as taller taller than him. So like I'm just saying the NBA is a different animal than what you get yeah, in college. He's not, basketball. he's not rolling into Memphis and then Zed is there. But he also had trouble with the Zed key because he couldn't do some of the fundamental things that you typically have to do. And in NBA circles, they will pounce on that. What I am saying is with this guy, I feel a little bad for him in one way. And that is, this dude grew up wanting to play hockey, he's from Canada, and I'm sure at some point he reached a height and weight where people said, why are you playing hockey? It's time to play basketball, son. And maybe he doesn't have the same love for that game that he does for other sports. I don't know. but I'm sure he would have been very graceful Well, as a hockey know. player. Sure. Uh, by the way, we're getting quite a few of the Hot Girl Time Machine submissions. Yeah. Nev Campbell has come up. Oh, absolutely. Nev, Nev. Campbell is fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. So, good call there. I had forgotten about Nev Campbell. Her in uh Wild Things. Yeah, one but of the, I'll
3: tell you something that that ruins the enjoyment a little bit on that for me, okay? Nev Campbell, Denise Richards, um the nude scenes there were body doubles. Oh, that's right. I forgot you said that. Yes. Yeah. That's and I, true. and again, it's it's still naked people and it's it's good. It's nice, sure. but it's I know that when I'm watching it, I'm not watching Nev Campbell's boobies. And that ruins some of the
1: the fun for me. The weirdness of the jobs you would have in the entertainment world. They don't let anything happen on a camera without somebody making a decision. Right? You're not showing two naked people body doubles or otherwise on camera without someone first going... Now, are we sure this is the correct naked body? Is this believable? Does this look like the actress that we're portraying here? So someone had to look through probably hundreds of shots of nudes. Oh, absolutely.
3: And say... Make sure that person matched up
1: with Nev Campbell. Yes. And then they call that person in and they're like, okay, let's see the, you know, let's see the goods. Like they had, I'm sure this is just a creepy thing they have to do, but they have to do it. Weird. What else you got? Uh, That was the Nev Nev Campbell's the one I had here. I can see it. Too hot. Probably another one here. All right, we got to go anyway. There you go. Nut Guy Butt says, uh, Jane Fonda, back in the day,
3: smoking hot. Bridget Fonda, back in the day, smoking hot. Currently, if you want your mind blown, Google Bridget Fonda. I'm looking her up now. 2024. I'm just saying, you want your mind blown. Oh, yeah. I, right. I see. That. Yes, yes. Anywho. I see. <laughs> I um, see. Game show time coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. <laughs>
2: Fan traffic.
0: Sponsored by Meister's Bar & Pizza. You want to watch out for an accident on the right shoulder of Westbound 70, downtown, near 4th Street. Police and a wrecker are on scene, causing some delay there. And expect a 5-minute slowdown on Northbound 315 between Ackerman Road and Henderson Road. This report is sponsored by Allstate. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate, not one based on anyone else. So if you drive safely, you could save money. Good to know. Visit Allstate.com or call for a quote today. I'm Nicole for 97.1
6: All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.
2: Uncomfortably talking about food.
0: Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust.
2: This is Man and Bone. You know, Bone
3: and I do all our banging at Hollywood Casino Columbus. Specifically, their 12,000 square foot sports book. They have the food and drink to quench any thirst and knock out any hunger. Yeah, that's right. Plus, all the gambling action that pretty much every restaurant should have but doesn't. That's correct. You go to Applebee's, you can't bet on the game. No, not at a not at a window. Can't walk no! up there and get
1: a ticket and get say, yeah, of here. "Give me five bucks on such and such." Right? Can't do that. They hey, look at you, partner. They'll give you an appetizer,
3: but they're not going to give you anything else. So go there now, or mm. later, or whenever the mood strikes your fancy. It must be 21 or older, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Little programming note for you. Tomorrow morning on Morning Juice, 748 yeah. is the time new OSU president Ted Carter will be on the show.
1: Yeah, and you know where they're going to go with him? They're going to go on a highway to the danger zone. Mr. Top Gun over there. Yeah, huh? you know, It's our fighter pilot. That's the new president of the Ohio State University. Right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, he yeah. was he was one of the guys that was at the Top Gun school when Tom Cruise was shooting the movie. They asked him to like show Tom Cruise how to be a cool fighter pilot. That's the guy who runs university now. He's going to be on Morning
3: Juice tomorrow. 7:48. Ted Carter. We got our most professional people to interview. Ted Carter. Yeah, please don't confuse. There's Ted
1: Carter, there's Tom Cruise, and then there is Ted Cruz, which is a totally different guy. Ted from Cruz either will of those t- also
3: be it on not, Morning Juice tomorrow.
1: <laughs> just saying, let's keep all those people separate. They're all different people. That's all I'm saying. All right, all right. Uh, game show time. All right, Mike. It's Nobel Prize winner or hot Instagram lady. Timmy Hall has sashayed in. Timmy, do you have a computer nearby or a phone that, if I give these names, you can help look these people up for Mike? Just so you can. I'm gonna run and get my laptop. Okay, all right, the- good. Okay, all right. <laughs> That's good. We'll be halfway Thanks, done Tim. by the time he gets... All <laughs> Thanks, right, give Tim. him a minute. All right. Just... <laughs> well, Tim finally sure. took down his birthday balloons today. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to start off, and we'll see if he can eventually help us out. All right. Uh, number one, Claudia Golden. Claudia Golden. Is that a Nobel Prize winner or a hot Instagram lady? I'm going to say a Nobel Prize winner. You would be correct. Yeah. Yeah. 2023 Nobel Prize winner in economics. Nice. She was awarded that prize for having advanced our understanding of women's labor market outcomes. I have no idea what that means, but Let Her Live sounds like she did a great job. Okay. Next up, Brianna Dale. Hot Instagram lady or Nobel Prize winner? Brianna
3: Dale. Brianna on the surface to me is a hot name. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to go with hot Instagram lady. You are two for two. Brianna
4: Dale, Timmy. Yes, one million followers. Brianna Marie Dale. She's
3: doing all right. In the she Valley is. of Cali. And how would you uh, rank her, Timmy? What are her strong suits? Stacked. <laughs> Stacked. Stacked? Yeah. In the chesticle. She's just, I think yeah. she's,
1: she's all over. She's great. Yeah. Uh, next up, Abby Rao. R-A-O. Uh, Rao. Rao. Adnan Verk's favorite Rao. person is that person a hot Instagram lady or a Nobel Prize winner? Abby Rao. I'm going to say hot Instagram. Rao. That is correct. 2.1 million followers on the gram. Oh, Wow. Yeah. Abby Rao. She has a restaurant that no one can get into and makes a delicious sauce. No. What? Rao. R it? A O. the pasta sauce. Rao. Yeah. Rao. 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 What I'm say. Maybe her name is Abby Rao. I don't know. Timmy? Have yeah. You, have you found her?
4: Yes. Very, very nice looking blonde woman. Okay. okay, Proportionate. Go.
1: Just good, good all over. Just good all around. Good all over, Five all right. tool player. Can do Five. it all. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Good 40 time. All right. All right. Next up, Nagin Miracelli. Who? Nagin Miracelli. Nagin. Hot Instagram lady or Nobel Prize winner, Nagin Miracelli. Now, reminder, one of the answers could be yes,
3: just so you know. Because they're both. Right, uh, I will go with Nobel Prize. Oh, sorry,
1: Magine uh... Miracelli has seven point one million followers oh, on wow. the Gram. 7.1. Yeah, she <laughs> is. She is. Uh, she's all right. Now, some of these are a little bit more fashion forward. Maybe not as quite in the you know bikini picture. The hoochie department, way, as we sure. enjoy whatever you want to call that. Yeah, yeah she She's
4: got a lot of pictures of family on this Instagram oh, she, account. All right. Well, yeah, seven point a... one million followers and they're all like family photos, but a long brown hair. How are we spelling yeah. this name? M I R
1: S A L E H I. Mersal Yeah. Mursalahi, maybe? Uh something like that, sure. Uh, next up Kataline Carico. Kataline Carico. Is that a hot Instagram lady? Or a Nobel Prize winner. Nobel Prize winner. Yes. Yes.
3: She has won the uh, for 20...
1: something. Nobel Prize for Physiology or Medicine. She laid That's the scientific groundwork for mRNA vaccines, overcoming major obstacles and skepticism in the scientific community, whatever. She won it in 2023. Next up. Annie Hockhausen No. <laughs> Annie Erno. Annie
4: Erno. Oh. Annie Erno erno uh-huh how do you spell that bone
1: e-r-n-a-u-x annie erno uh, is that a hot lady or a nobel prize winner no she is a french writer who won the nobel prize for literature in 2022 for she's the, 83 for <laughs> Who's to say that can't be hot no it's fine she's, she's fine. nice for the courage and clinical acuity with which she uncovers the roots, estrangements, and collective restraints of personal memory in her writing. Yeah, I don't know about she, you, but I'm turned yeah, on. Right. I'm seeing Annie as a younger woman, maybe mm. in her 40s. All right. Oh, solid. All right. Okay. Uh, next up, Michelle Lewin, L-E-W-I-N, Michelle Lewin, is that a hot Instagram lady or a Nobel Prize winner? Uh, hot Instagram. Yes. She is a fitness lady and has 16.2 million followers.
3: 16.2? Oh, yeah. I, I.
1: Yeah. She
4: is, from, she is Venezuelan. Oh, oh, is she? I didn't know that. Yes. Okay. 38 love... years
1: old. <laughs> Just Jimmy's very, very attractive. The, Hell, huh? Did you ever heighten weight, too, while you were there? What's we her get name that? again? 59122. Michelle <laughs> Michelle yeah. Lewin. L-E-W-I-N. Uh, next up, Hoon Kim. Jihoon Kim. Jihoon Kim. J-I-H-O-O-N. Is that a hot Instagram lady or a Nobel Prize winner? Jihoon Kim. Michelle Lewin's got a fantastic stomach. Just fantastic. (laughs) I'm on to Jihoon Kim, please. Is that a Nobel Prize winner or an Instagram lady? Uh, Nobel Prize. No. 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 Instagram lady. 1.7 million followers on the gram.
3: Jihoon Kim. Wrong. Look at you. Michelle Lewin may have skin cancer. What does that mean? Just a lot of, lot of like sun oh, freckles very, on the oh, chest. Okay. okay, I got you. Well, I mean, everything whatever. else is is okay. top notch, but I'm concerned for her <laughs> Again, skin health. You're
1: the one who would be like, I don't know about the chest freckles, but otherwise, I guess she's doing okay. She's got 60, sixteen million dollars on the saying, gram. She
3: may want to see a dermatologist. All right,
1: next up, Nelia Devora. How many more do you have? I have two. All right, Nelia Devora, hot Instagram hot. lady or Nobel Prize winner? Yes, Nelia wow. Devora. Five million followers on the gram. Let her live. And finally, Jennifer Doudna, or Doudna, D-O-U-D-N-A. I'm going to say yes. Jennifer Doudna. Yes is correct. Yes. I don't know if she's on Instagram, but she uh, she's an older gal. But she won the 2020 Nobel Prize for Chemistry for the development of a method for genome editing.
3: How do we spell her name? Whatever.
1: Jennifer Doudna, D-O-U-D-N-A. UC Berkeley Research, which I think very is very nice. It's funny. Yeah, it's like she's a beautiful woman.
3: Yeah, you can tell she she's a beautiful she's woman. She's 60, though. Yeah. But
1: she's a beautiful woman. You can tell she's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, she, she's 60. She's a sweet gal. No, she's fine. Right. I think she's doing all right. Listen, Mike, if there was going to be a yes, she was the one. Okay. I'm just tell you. By the way, I like that she works with the genome, and her last name—the last three letters of it—are DNA. Like that's uh, like how you—you uh, like, you got there. right in there it it had to the be. DNA. You're like, hey, I work with DNA all day, and I won a Nobel Prize for chemistry. Doing that, so let her live. There's got to be someone who's won a Nobel Prize. Well, I with... only had so much time, but I'm just saying she's doing all right. Why don't 60? you? Why don't you
4: Google hottest Nobel Prize right, winner? I'll do that right See now. See what it spits out.
3: Is
1: she it? I'm looking right now. I don't all know. Right. Hang on, hang on. Who's the hottest Nobel Prize winner? This is from the New York Post back in 2013. <laughs> they actually did this. Yeah. Number one, Brian Kobika. <laughs> we don't care about Brian. <laughs> all right. Next up, number two, Shinya Yamanaka. Is that a? That's woman a 51 or a man? year old man. All right. uh, back in then it's 2013. These people could all be dead. For They're a all dudes. Robert Schiller is third. <laughs> Uh, Mario Losa is we fourth. Barack chicks. is on Brock, this list. Barack Obama's on the list at 5. Uh Jean-Marie Gustave Leclercio is sixth. Uh, Kofi Annan made the top 10. That tells you what we're talking about when it comes to hot. I'm just telling you. Not a lot of a lot, lot of hot ladies that have Listen, won ladies. It's sexy to be smart. Sure. All right? Yeah. Tell that to the Nobel Prize people who don't give them awards. That's their
3: fault, right?
1: Well, I don't, saying there's probably a lot the of Nobel Prize. Probably been is, a lot of smart ladies that didn't get awarded the Nobel Prize because right. some
3: dude was standing there. We need to. We need to really bend over backwards for the hot people in society. <sighs> they need. <laughs> they need more awards.
1: Just saying, there's been a lot more dudes that have won the award than Eight ladies. Dudes. So there's probably been some attractive mangs. Not as many attractive women. Yet. Right. I'm saying we need to get the attractive women. Because not as many women have won it, just because you know
3: society and things. Okay. Sure. All right thanks bone you're welcome man back page coming up common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic
0: sponsored by meister's bar and pizza You should know there's an accident on northbound Hamilton Road between 270 on the East Outer Belt and Havens Corners Road. It's causing about a 10-minute slowdown in stop-and-go traffic from Fifth Avenue. We also have an accident on Morse Road at Sunbury Road. This report is sponsored by rockthecountry.com. What's up, Kentucky? Kid Rock, along with Jason Aldean, are bringing some of their friends to you for two days of epic performances and one heck of a good time. See you at Rock the Country. On sale now at rockthecountry.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 the fan
6: traffic every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss plus with a US based restoration specialist on your team you won't have to face drained accounts fraudulent loans or other losses from identity theft alone All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.
3: Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, my guys. Good game show
4: back there, Bone. Bone. It was oh, nicely thanks. Thought Anytime, that Timmy can
3: come and check
4: out the hot ladies. Yeah, I come a running in behalf of show research. Yes, huh? that's right. Yes. Yeah, that is a a passion of mine. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How
3: are you guys doing? Did you enjoy the the big station meeting that we had today? I mean, it was we met.
4: Yeah, we it was came fine. and we met. Mm-hmm. We had a morning wave
3: and an afternoon wave. I, was I went little, to one of them. I was a little disappointed. Because the last meeting that we had, uh, the boatman dropped his balls on the floor and said it how it was. He went after it. You know, he he broke out of his cocoon, and he was throwing people. He was mfing the whole room. I wanted something like that today. I didn't get it. Well, we had uh,
4: our new general manager of the whole. Two stations, 10TV yes, and Rick, 97.1 yep, the fan Rick, Rick Regala was present. He, he was there. And he was spitting jokes. I thought he was a, he was a funny dude. Our we previous, previous general
1: manager didn't even say hello to
4: us. No, no, he was never around. But I, we never, had I never, I never.
1: I worked here this whole time. We've been in this building for what, three plus years? I never once met the old GM of the station. He retired a few months ago, and I had a flawless record of never actually having a physical conversation with the guy. Yeah. Yeah, Rick, Rick has been here for two days, and I've already had two conversations with him. Very friendly. He took very the, nice. He
4: took the cookie, and he was like, "Oh, I, I've never had one of these before, but this looks like it could be <laughs> yeah, good." That was a good he was, line. He's making jokes. He was good. Yeah, he was a good trying, line.
3: You know, makes feel comfortable. Yeah. He's getting to know us, so that when he fires us, that's right. There can be that personal. He touch. wants it to be real personal. <laughs> personal. Where it's like I want yeah. you to know you're not
1: just some name on a spreadsheet. I actually he's, hate you. He's the I best. I hate you individually.
4: He's the best in the biz at firing because he's just so damn polite. <laughs> you're almost glad to be fired by him. Mm-hmm. Wow. He gives you a cookie. All right.
1: It and was an honor to be. You. It was an honor g- to be fired by you, sir. Thank you.
4: I guess I really do suck. <laughs> I guess I will find a new He gets career. you
1: on board because he's so <laughs> yeah, folksy and charming. Right. Thanks for doing me a favor. <laughs> yeah. You're right. I'll leave right now. I am a worthless sack of crap. I won't file a wrongful termination suit. Why should we <laughs> impose this on the people of Columbus any longer, right? They've been under it far too long. Get me out of here so they can hear someone far better.
4: What's coming up on the show tonight, Timmy? Well, we got the return of our friend Tyvis Powell. He's happy about the loaf of bread you gave him. So some updates on that. And Astonishing Tales from the Sea. That's right. He was on the Buckeye cruise. Yeah. Oh, and he's back, baby.
3: I heard that he made a big fool of himself. Mm, me too. Oh, wait. That was someone else. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Tyvis makes a fool of himself just walking into the door. Does he? Although I do like that satin jacket he's got on. He's got the... the oh. The OSU Satin Starter Jacket. Oh, that's good. I like it. That's a good
4: one. I like <laughs> yes. that jacket.
2: Very good,
3: yes. What are we doing on Friday for a uh, stupidity? I don't know. we got to do
4: something fun. Did you, know, Bone, do you know he got his shipment from UK Soccer Shop? I, I saw it. him
3: wearing the
1: Liverpool shirt yesterday. What do you so. think of that one? That's what do you nice. rate that one I like that. Solid 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Yeah, I like it. I mean, Shouldn't he have gotten not... the
4: pants to go with it, though? Why no they pants? They didn't have
1: pants for that one. All right. I guess you're just going to have to wear black pants with your black I, jacket. I mean, I, I it could. Would, it would match. I mean, I just wore it with jeans because I thought it was a good looking shirt. It I is. Go, I'm saying that's not like a wild and crazy shirt to me. That's just a nice jacket you could wear anytime you want. I would go black, black, black
3: with that. I would go all out all black. Mur- black. Murdered yeah. out. Yeah. All black. Yeah. I do have like an all chalk uh, Pierre Saint-Germain tracksuit. P- P- really? or, or, per- per-
1: or Paris. Or Paris. what I say? Pierre. He said Paris. I said no, you, said you, said you said Pierre Saint-Germain. <laughs> you did say Pierre. Hey, Pierre! Uh-huh. Come uh-huh. on, and go, Pierre! Paris. It's Paris. Paris Saint-Germain. Say that if you need to. It's Paris. fine.
4: Paris, Texas? Paris. Yeah. I could wear that. Yeah, that'd be nice. I'd love to see the PSG. Yeah. He'll
1: right. walk in with a Paris Campbell jersey on. That's actually what he'll be wearing. Just not where's, even where's per, he playing? Paris Saint-Germain. Where's I don't he playing? I don't know. I don't remember. Giants? Sure.
3: Paris Campbell?
1: Yeah. Where's he at?
4: Oh, okay. I look it up. Ted, where's Paris Campbell at?
3: What are we I doing? He was with
4: the uh, Giants last year. Giants, Giants. There Bodie, you, go. you know these things. He says no. He doesn't know. All right, Bodie knows all these things. That's good.
2: Are we done? That's no. it. Never. Okay. Thanks. The Backpage. The Backpage. With Common Man and T Bone.
0: Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call one eight hundred Cooling. Bone. Uh, well, man, do you want to
1: hear about Stephen A. Smith shaming, fat shaming, a millionaire, or a woman losing eight hundred thousand dollars because she was seen throwing a Christmas tree? That okay? Uh, in Ireland, a woman lost more than eight hundred grand in an injury lawsuit stemming from a car crash. After photos showed her participating in a Christmas tree throwing competition after the holidays and winning the event. Her name is Camilla Grabska. She was 36 years old. She sued an insurance agency in the country in 2017 after a car crash, claiming this caused her debilitating neck and back pain that prevented her from holding down a job for five years. She won the settlement. Or won the case and was awarded more than eight hundred thousand dollars because she claims she lost the ability to earn over five hundred thousand dollars from her previous job. Let her live, whatever. Uh-huh. Now, unfortunately, reports surfaced of her competing in a Christmas tree throwing Christmas tree throwing event on January eighth of twenty eighteen. Nearly a year after the accident, supposedly left her with debilitating pain. How are
4: you chucking a tree,
1: right? If you're so hurt, the competition involves people throwing a roughly five-foot spruce tree as far as they are able. She won this event. Now the photos have actually gotten out. This was a court case that's finally being settled. And now they've come back and said, yeah, these photos from years ago prove that you were fine. All this money goes away. So, again, her plan would have worked had it not been for her raging desire to go to a Christmas tree throwing competition. But I guess the lore of competition... Dragged Drag her the back heart in. with wants what the heart wants? I, I guess would, so. I
4: would have laid low for the rest of you my gotta, days. No
3: Sometimes kidding. you can't rest until you throw a balsam fur. By the way,
1: I'm sure there are plenty of insurance companies that they need one coming back the other way, right? Like, yeah, it's good that this lady beat the insurance company, let her live, but now you've <laughs> thrown that away with the tree thing. What's wrong with you? I just want the listeners to appreciate when
4: you can just go with balsam fur right out of the hip pocket. It's why, we, it's why we do good. what we do. Balsam
3: fur. Not a Douglas fur. No. A balsam. balsam. A balsam. Balsam fur.
4: They're charging way too much for those. Way too much. Come on, Oakland Nursery.
1: $85 for a tree. Hey. It's already dead. You think you got any plans for this weekend? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. What? I'm going to balsam fur. No? I'm going to balsam. Hey. <laughs> you know what it means? Balsam fur. I'm going to balsam. Hardly know her. You! <laughs> oh now he gets it is this what took so long okay I'm glad everybody arrived that's good glad you showed up it's good it's, good,
5: good. it's good. so stupid
1: god so I can tell you that joke too
3: ah. uh. alright <laughs> see you tomorrow Colin man and T-Boat on the fan
2: fan traffic.
0: Sponsored by Meister's Bar & Pizza. We've got an accident on the left shoulder of eastbound 270 on the north outer belt after Cleveland Avenue, causing some delay. And another accident on the right shoulder of westbound 70 downtown near Fourth Street. It's causing stop and go traffic from the 71 East Split. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Now during Staples Citathon, you can save up to one hundred eighty dollars on select chairs, desk chairs, computer chairs, even gaming chairs. In store only. Offer ends three two. See associates for details. Stop by Staples today and grab. Have a seat. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic.
2: This is a fan action update. This action update is brought to you by ESPN Bet Gambling Promo one eight hundred gambler. This week marked forty four years since the
3: Miracle on Ice. Of course, USA upset Russia four three in the nineteen eighty Olympics to advance to the gold medal game. The U S was around seven to one on the money line to beat Russia pre
6: game. A Monte Carlo simulation in twenty ten gave the U S about a thousand to one odds to win gold entering the tournament. For your ESPN Bet action update, I'm Scotty Vegas. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios.
0: Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com.
2: WBNSFM. HD1 Columbus. The Fan. The Fan. Sports Center.
4: Good evening. I'm Buddy Wells. In the NBA tonight, the Cavs host the Mavericks at 7. Dallas, they're on a pretty good streak right now, having won seven of their last eight games. Meanwhile, Cleveland, they're on a mini slide. They've lost three of their last five. Still, though, the Cavs are 37-19 and on the year, and they're in second place in the East standings behind only the Boston Celtics. Women's College Hoops tomorrow night. Second-ranked Ohio State will play their final home game of the regular season, hosting Michigan. The Buckeye women are in good position, though, to host in the NCAA tournament, so it likely won't be their final home game of this season. Tomorrow night's game will get started at 7. Coverage with Matt Andrews will start at 6.45 on ESPN Columbus. The win by OSU would clinch the conference regular season title for them. And the Ohio State men will look to improve to 3-1 and under Term coach Jake Diebler on Thursday night. That's when the Buckeyes host Nebraska. That one will
6: be a six thirty tip off at the Shibe. This update is sponsored by Dr. Mark Levy. If you're snoring and not sleeping, go ahead and call. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S. based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone.